everybody. Welcome to episode 146 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here with me? Christopher Antista. David Rudden. And Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a different special oh, guest. Oh, sorry. Dan Amrick. Hi, Dan Amrick. Doing a dead-on Ann Lewis impression. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was in the room. <laughs> wait, till you hear, wait till you hear me laugh during the sounders. I'm going to try to match... Yeah, this is this is way too <laughs> cheery an intro for our subject matter today. It's, um, oh yeah, yeah, it's been a sad week for those of us who are any sort of David Bowie fans. The only or, David cooler than me. Or if you're English, <laughs> David Bowie. Uh, no I one reckon, said that. I've heard people say it. it did, Bowie himself didn't say yeah. that. I've heard Hugh Laurie say it. Yeah, that, therefore, it counts. He's a maroon. Fuck house. <laughs> there are some people with that last name that do pronounce it Bowie. Bowie. He's not one of them. I was shocked to find out that wasn't his real name. I, I just never yeah, knew David that. Jones. David uh-huh. Jones. But he had to change it when the monkeys got big. Fucking monkeys. Well, I mean, as long as it's for other greatness. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only Dan's yeah. laughing because it's not just, Super the Monkeys music. No, 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 no. I, I'm, the... I'm, I'm actually a big Monkeys fan, so I'm no, no, deeply I love offended. That show, I Davy love Jones it. from the Monkeys is also dead. So yeah. thanks for oh. just piling on. He's the only on. dead monkey, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, at the moment. No, yeah. Peter Tork died, didn't he? No. Are you sure? Is he very know? much alive? Uh, no, I, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Mm. I don't know. Um, you know where both of them are buried? I better stop, stop everything to wait, look this wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. There's a terrible pun coming. Yes. Yes. No, where, <laughs> where, where are they co- Where are they buried? Davy Jones's locker. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> Jesus. She were dead. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a sad couple days. It's Tuesday right now. We just found out about it. Like mm-hmm. I think it was reported the night before last. Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, late at night because I was trying to edit a podcast, which I had to re-edit to insert, insert a new promo into because we streamed uh, Labyrinth instead of Follow That Bird right. on its yeah. anniversary and Sesame Street coming to uh, HBO. We streamed Labyrinth, and so that was really fun. And if you mm. want to watch that with us, that's on YouTube. You it's can still a really fun movie. It's, it is. Dude, it's great. It'll never be... It'll never... It's so good, yeah. It'll never be dated because the the effects and the the wizardry they put on on screen and that. Not like that stupid David Bowie's crystal. dick in general, like constantly oh, yeah. showing up. It is his fucking brontosaurus toe is on screen like <laughs> the entire time. I, I have no idea how that got a PG. Always oh, at Hoggle level for the entire movie. Oh, it's my only labyrinth impression. What is this dick to my face? I'll just do David Bowie's right hand with the uh, the crystal balls and stuff. Um, Actually, a really famous yeah, juggler did that. Juggle. We did that, but yeah. my, but last night after that, I had to. Oh man, I had to watch something terrible uh, for Thirty Twenty Ten, the new show that just launched in the Laser Time Network, featuring the Video Game Apocalypse widow uh, Diana Goodman. Yes, she uh, does have a name. <laughs> At Lucina Nerd on Twitter. Yeah, and uh, doing something for that, but I did disappear into like David Bowie YouTube videos, and it's like the, the, the amount of things that guy was willing to embrace as an artist, and you, for, I, no one even talks about it anymore. Wasn't he like the first guy to like? Fuck yeah, music videos. Mm-hmm. Before like yeah. people were making yeah, music like back videos. in the sixties. Yeah, he's making music videos before yeah. it was a thing people did because well, obviously his presentation and visual style like, right. lent itself very well to that. Uh, but yeah, that it, like music videos from like his first couple albums all exist, lots of them. And, yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, it's like his popularity extended to other mediums. He, I mean, the, I was introduced to him through Labyrinth. Uh, I think a lot of other people Oh, were. yeah, absolutely. I think Henry was... I, I was introduced to Labyrinth, and then um, the first album that I got by him was uh, Changes through Columbia House. And sure. The creator, right creators of the Venture Brothers would correctly call me a poser. <laughs> yeah. Because that's a best You want to know album. poser? I was introduced to Space Oddity by the movie Mr. Deeds. Oh, God. Uh, where there's, wow. there's an Adam Sandler movie? Yeah, because oh, they, they do a call-out where everybody just stops and sings a song and claps a little claps a little bit and I'd never heard the song before and then after 
I hate radio because oldies radio, after something like that is used in a prominent movie, it just moves it back into rotation on regular radio where it's never left. Right. But that was the first time I became aware of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's super. Yeah, I discovered Space Oddity when I was 12. And I was like, oh my god, the astronaut died! I think it's very vague. Go. Yeah, it, it seems like maybe he burned up on reentry. I've heard other interpretations. They're like, no, he just left Earth and uh, traveled beyond the stars. I think is what it God says on it. Wikipedia. Oh, but Bowie recorded a sequel. Yes, Ashes, Ashes to Ashes, Ashes. is yes. the official. Yeah. Is the official's not to be confused with mm-hmm. the unofficial sequel. Yeah. Yes, or the other unofficial sequel. Oh, like uh, both of those. Both yeah. of those Peter Schilling. Well, that's, Peter, yeah, Schilling. Peter Schilling. We'll get into that. But both of those songs, "Ashes to Ashes" and "Space Oddity," are heavily referenced Eventually. in one of our favorite shows. Oh. I've got a message for the action man. Listen, <laughs> Tom. Go ahead. I'm happy. Hope you're happy too. I've loved all I need to love. <laughs> Don't talk like that, Tom. You're gonna make it. Fight it. I'm feeling very stiff. And. I think my spaceship knows which way to go. Tell my wife I love her very much. She knows! Ground <laughs> control to Major Tom. Your circuit's dead. There's something wrong. Hmm. Can you hear me, Major Tom? Can you hear me, Major Tom? Ashes. To ashes. So good. And they love David uh, Bowie so much. They he do. Just and became and a character. That was just right. the beginning. Yeah, he he became a character. He was the sovereign, and then like at the last minute, spoiler alert for those who haven't watched the series, it's almost two years. Yeah, he's he's like oh, he's actually just a shapeshifter who likes to pose as David. Who Bowie. Loves David Bowie because <laughs> yeah. we all do. Uh, but reading, I, I read a, an interview with the creators of the Venture Brothers mm-hmm. today. Um, somebody was talking to them about their relationship with David Bowie, mm-hmm. I guess, in that they used him as a, an inspiration. And I think it was Doc Hammer was. said something that uh, kind of put into clearer words what I've been feeling. That he doesn't feel like a real person who can die. He's somehow bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And that that was my reaction initially too. Like, yeah, it's it's he's like such an institution. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't feel like a, a human being that can pass on at some point. Yeah. He's he's an icon. He's a, a colorful character. He's immortal. Yeah, but no, not not someone who can die at at sixty nine. Yeah. Yeah. The sex number. I'm, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm glad he, he got to make it that yeah. far he's with probably, no warning. Yeah, just like, like we, nobody even knew he had cancer. They kept yeah. it very quiet. I love the, his, the way Doc Hammer put that, though. It's like you know, I'm never going to be able to sit next to him and have lunch with him, but that was never possible anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, but the stuff that he did and the stuff that he gave he me called like, him the father I chose. The father I chose, which is really, yeah. I mean, wow. it's evident from the series for sure. Like that dude yeah, loves yeah. Bowie, and, and oh, like, yeah. and probably helped me love him a little more too. If I'm if I'm being totally honest about it. Um, I discovered like I started caring about Bowie's music in my 20s like well after that awkward phase wow. where it would have helped me a lot <laughs> um, but yeah yeah good on you but there, uh, there is a reason we're talking about all this of course Bowie as many of you I'm sure know has a deep connection with the world of video games Dude. he's just, there's that clip going around of him like talking about the internet, like in yeah. the way we think of it now. And he was ready to. Yeah. Reading that article, out, he sold off his music rights because he's like, yeah. being this this kind of person in the music industry will die as the internet moves forward. Saying mm-hmm. this in '99, he just yeah. sold all his music rights and yeah. went into weird uh, other weird avenues. Again, we'll get into that. Yeah. But Which I'm going to start out with something 
he inspired. Mm. Uh, this is this is obviously the populist choice to begin our top five with, mm-hmm. but it's also the one he had the least technically to do with. Number five. What about you, Major? What should I call you? Hmm. Let's see. I'll be. I'll be Tom. Call me Major Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you call him, now sometimes, let me teach you ground controls. Snake says, "Can you hear me, Major Tom?" <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 3, and Metal Gear in general, but especially 3, had a lot of references to Space Oddity, among other Bowie stuff. Hideo Kojima, no secret, he's a very big David Bowie fan. That's especially evident in the games where uh, Big Boss is the main (laughs) character. And, like, I noticed almost immediately after, like, in the day after his death was announced, like, people started coming out with all these memes about, like, every Metal Gear character is based on, like, a phase of David Bowie's appearance. (laughs) It's a little bit far-fetched, some Mm. of them. But, yeah, you you see the thread about how he, uh, every single... JRPG character is based on something yeah. David Bowie just played. <laughs> it's very convincing. <laughs> the whole time we were watching Labyrinth, like that's Dante's jacket. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> he's yeah. from FF12. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Bowie was apparently a huge influence on the Japanese yeah. game development community, and I think Love Japan. According to Brett, that's him and Amon uh, honeymoon in Tokyo. That's where he went oh, uh, wow. to have a, have his honeymoon. So he that's loved Japan nice. too. There, there are a bunch of other uh, references uh, scattered throughout the series. Some of them, uh, I think these are a little bit of a stretch. Hey, Snake, have you ever seen My Mother Was a Teenage Spider Queen from Mars? I can't say that I have. Neither have I. Is this the Spider-Man from Mars? Part? Yeah, the Spiders from Mars. Spiders from Mars. That's the, the band Ziggy Stardust mm-hmm. played with. Uh, there's also this, which people keep insisting is a reference to Space Oddity. Major, I'm burning up! <laughs> <laughs> That's from Phantom Pain. A great quote, even if it's not actually a reference to anything. Um... He's not on fire when he says it, so I guess. I'm going to say that when I want my lady to turn down the thermostat. <laughs> Adopt that every day. Honey, ah! I'm burning up! Boom, Super Saiyan. Wow. But this one, <laughs> this, when you fight um, the Fury in Metal Gear Solid 3, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things he says is a direct reference to Peter Schilling's song, Major Tom Coming Home. I'm coming home. Cosmonaut who uses a flamethrower to fight you, and then as he's dying, I'm coming home. I see the Earth, and of course that's. I doesn't the new Metal Gear open with a Bowie song? Yep. Oh yes, it does. Well, it opens with a mid-year cover oh, okay. of the Man Who Sold the World, mm-hmm. which also Nirvana song becomes we... becomes it becomes a big thing uh, over the course of the game, and in fact the. No spoilers, but the final revelatory mission mm-hmm. is called The Man Who Sold the World. Mm. And, uh, yeah, there's it, it factors into the storyline. But I, I actually, that might be my favorite cover of... Oh, uh, it's really good. Yeah, it's like this sort of grinding industrial version mm. that uh, I mean, you're... just really complements the... The, the the tone and the idea of the song. And the entire not, the entire army is called Diamond Dogs. I was about to get into that. that. Dogs of war for nine whole years. That ends today. Now you're not sleeping, and we're not junkyard hounds. We're diamond dogs. 
We're Diamond Dog Dave Ruddens. We're the dogs in the run. We're the girls with the diamond yeah. dogs. And if you don't know what that's a reference to... But Diamond Dogs, this is something that I, I talked to you about a little mm-hmm. while ago, Chris, that if you pay attention to the lyrics, mm-hmm. like, it actually kind of mirrors the intro of Phantom Pain. Mm. As they pulled you out of the oxygen tent, you asked for the latest party or, you know, conflict, whatever, mm-hmm. with your silicone hump and your 10-inch stump, oh. could be used as a reference to Big Boss's missing arm. Crawling down the alley on your hands and knees. Spend a lot of time doing that. Mm-hmm. The diamond dogs are poachers and they hide behind trees. Mm. You yourself hide behind trees quite a bit. I, I always, and you're a diamond dog. I always knew there was a connection, just not to oh, this yeah. extent. Oh, yeah. I, I really just didn't realize connection. this song was the design document. <laughs> <laughs> it, it describes the intro of the game. Kojima's really phoning it in for this one. Right? It's like, uh, here, the, this album. Make the game. Yeah, yeah, just do this. I love the idea if you're like sitting there listening and you're complaining that we're not talking as much about video games here, but grudgingly learning about David Bowie. I'm yeah. so happy if you're an angry listener right now. Shut the fuck up and keep listening. Oh, wow, that'll <laughs> teach him, I guess. No, I just just like he's one of those people. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we can see a celebrity of that magnitude in the current cultural environment. Like I remember when Sinatra died and how important mm-hmm. he was to my grandfather, not necessarily my father. But but David Bowie probably was important to my father. In twenty and years, to me. we'll be doing a top five Miley Cyrus games. Maybe yeah, like maybe Jay Z. Gonna die young. Yeah. This is this is sort of like when Michael Jackson died. Mm-hmm. Only without the stigma of oh, like he probably uh, fucked some. Somebody's kids. finally punishing this kid yeah. toucher. Mm. <laughs> David Bowie's just been fucking this gorgeous supermodel for the last thirty years. Yes. Right. Although the, and, and then, although it's it's interesting that actually uh, going back to Major Tom Major mm-hmm. Zero. He's talking to Snake and, and reveals the thinking behind Major Tom. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. That, you know, the movie The Great Escape, they're digging three escape tunnels mm-hmm. named Harry, Dick, and Tom. And so he thought it might be lucky if he named himself after Tom, the tunnel that they escaped through. Mm-hmm. But it turns out, no, that's one of the ones that was discovered. They actually escaped through Harry. Although if they escaped through Dick, that would have been hilarious. Uh. <laughs> So there's there's uh, an alternate so version. Like they reverse engineered a reason for him to be Major Tom that mm-hmm. wasn't based on David Bowie. Mm. Oh, all right. Let's move along to number four. We're gonna get really obscure right now. This is Donkey one of Konga? the only clips that I could find of, of this without somebody talking over it. This is Bowie World. Oh. Which is which Dave discovered, <laughs> yeah. and it's been I've seen a few articles on since you brought it to my mm-hmm. attention. But David Bowie in 1998 saw the way the the wind was blowing yeah. in terms mm-hmm. of the internet. Started his own ISP called BowieNet. Yeah, and for a modest fee, you get like five megabytes of web space to wow. build your own page <laughs> and uh, access to all these like. Uh, what was it? Um, Dancing Bananas? Like Spin.com music services, like live streaming concerts that mm. he, he negotiated access to for wow. his The size of a postage stamp. You'll yeah. be able to watch <laughs> exactly. live music. Real audio and flash content. <laughs> it's revolutionary. <laughs> Look at these rotating 3D letters. <laughs> they, you can see some of the front pages on the Internet Archive, and you're closer than you think. It's yeah. a MIDI version. It's Dancing of Hamsters. <laughs> Peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> We're dancing in quick time. So I, 
I saw it, it, an article on the Daily Dot that like it, it was somebody who just went into Bowie World because I guess it's still yeah. functional in some way. It's ways. still no way. functional. Like that whole. It, it, so it's part of a larger service called yeah. Worlds.com, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's I do Worlds. remember that as yeah. a really old. It's ISP. like this that this was, network, it like, a, like a .com at the time. Everything had to be something World. Yeah, like, but it's this network 90s. of like late nineties three uh, D chat rooms. Oh, wow. It's like before Second yes. Life. Here's something that looks like if you made Second Life for the original PlayStation. It's uh, kind of crude and blocky. Everything's very 90 yeah. degree angles, but hey, it's it's a 3D chat world. You can walk around and there are still people using it. We're living in Snow Crash yeah. right dress, now! Dress is like, like they, you can have like bird-headed human body yeah. avatars and it's... Kind of looks like a 3D representation of a YTMND page. Yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> Somebody Man, needs to just make it. an iOS app that just logs directly into this. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. Yep, there's lots of of uh, hallways plastered with David Bowie album yeah. art and you can tell it was put together as like this is an interactive multimedia experience and you're going to be able to explore the church of Bowie which has a big rotating avatar of David Bowie and all this other stuff and apparently it was somehow official which seems yeah. weird that he'd be associated with something well, I mean, that ropey when you're like <laughs> When you're kind of leading the charge on things like yeah, the internet, yeah, like, yeah. you're gonna let's try gonna, this. Well, today's yeah. ropey is yesterday's amazing. Yeah, you you right. sign a bunch of weird partnerships. Who did Sega align with? Like Microsoft, a new Windows program. I don't know. Just like mm-hmm. a, a totally. Net. Well, SegaNet was based on like this weird Microsoft inner office yeah. infrastructure that like your parents would use to get their first email, mm-hmm. and, and like it didn't obviously it didn't work that great. But that's just the kind of alliances yeah. you signed back in the night yeah. was getting off the ground. Yeah, web TV, web, t- mm-hmm. web TV for fuck's sake! <laughs> My friend's dad had that. That was so obnoxious. Oh man, <laughs> not good for porn. But no, yeah. well, yeah, you're typing in T9 yeah. on a remote control, and, and no, I, I did not hit last channel. Shit! I love reading. <laughs> I loved reading the articles about Boeing and just talking about how, like, yeah, well. You know, you could connect to it with a 28k modem, but they recommend a 56k modem. Who's got that kind of money? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was dial up, and in '98, yeah, 56k modem that was like, oh, that's, that's pretty expensive, that man. I don't Gates, know. Who has all this Ethernet cable running through his house? That's got to be a waste. And now I'm like, you know, going and looking inside my dad's computer to to put in a graphics card, and like, what the fuck is this? Is this a dial up modem? Dad, 56k, Bowie throw world. this out. <laughs> Shut up, Dad. <laughs> Want to go to Bowie World? Yeah. <laughs> How else do you think Dad's going Everybody in Bowie World's gonna wonder where your dad is yeah. now. <laughs> but you can go to Bowie World. It's, it's still there. Yeah, that's amazing. You can still visit yeah. Bowie World. Yeah, looks it, like the first Counter Strike level with better graphics. Kinda. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm just amazed that like somebody's paying the upkeep on this. Mm-hmm. It's somebody's been keeping it open long after anyone knew it existed. Yeah, I imagine it's probably it's a that small and that that weird and cool. I, I don't imagine it. I don't know. Just hearing Bowie talk about the internet and games in general, like he seemed to be a guy who embraced all kinds of new technology. So mm-hmm. I, I wonder whether he came to someone or someone came to him. I do think it could go both ways. Yeah. I can easily see him like, I want to be on this internet thing early. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, oh yeah, what no, he I did. Do? He did say that. Like he, he, there's an interview of him on the BBC telling someone the internet's going to be huge, and that the interviewer was very skeptical. He's like, yeah, it's just a tool, isn't it? He's like, it's the opposite, mate. Yeah. It's, it's it's the it's like it's this is something just very as important as the artist. Big and scary. It's going to revolutionize the way we do everything. Yeah. And yeah, he was completely right. And how about that? that? That thing I read in O2 just sold off all his music rights because he saw like this is not how people yeah. will receive music and this will be worthless in two years. He was one of the first artists to release a song on the internet yeah. and sold about 300k copies. Wow. 
so good for him. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I don't know what else can we say about this. <laughs> I, what, I don't think you can say anything else about no. Bowie World. Bowie World, he ripped off a lot of video content. Uh, that's E-Bomb's world, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Different world. Mm-hmm. It's followed but, up by Super Bowie. different world. Different world. I will say... Wayne Wayne. No, that's different Yeah, world. I found that there's a few uh, Let's Play type streams of people playing through worlds on, uh, on YouTube. And this one I found, like, this was part four of a series with this guy exploring different ones. Like, th- apparently there's, like, a Hanson world that's still there. And there's <laughs> <laughs> other ones with people just wandering around in it, but, like, completely soundless without these great MIDI tunes that, uh, I'll just play it again. Oh, yeah. You can totally is get that. Is that a Bowie song? Or is it I just don't think so. I think it's just the world's music. Hello, and welcome to Bowie World. Yeah. May I take your order? <laughs> this was right around when he was, uh, working with Trent Reznor and, and doing yeah. that weird, like, techno screechy cover of uh, Little Wonder of the Americans. remix. Little Wonder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm afraid of America. I'm afraid of America. I'm afraid of the world. <laughs> I'm afraid of the internet. No, I'm not. I'm actually progressive about that. <laughs> what if instead of America online, it was the world? Bowieisms. <laughs> Bowieisms. What yeah. if there was a site called Google? What if you were all a prodigy? Well, Bobby does, Bobby doesn't sound like that. He's really got a much lower voice. Bobby. <laughs> Number three. Woo! Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. That's not a Pop Daddy song? No, surprisingly. Mm. Anyone want to guess? <laughs> What this? Okay, this is Let's Dance, obviously. But yeah. what did I pull it from? A Let's Dance game. I know. Guitar Hero. You're close. Guitar Freaks. No. Um, Jammer Lammy. No. Please Here. say Rock. Cold. Somebody Colder. say Wayne's Rocksmith. World. The game where you play with a guitar. <laughs> Rocksmith. Frequency. Rob Smith. Come on. <laughs> Amplitude. Lego Rock Band. Oh. oh! So it was interesting in that what Lego Rock Band did was because they had uh, minifigs. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't take very much to get an avatar of the uh, oh, singer wow. into the not. game. Mm-hmm. So when you bought DLC except, songs... Except for Smash Mouth because you can't make them fat. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. But... Uh, wow. <laughs> You could get you could get the passenger for Lego Rock Band. It came with I, that, Iggy Pop, shirtless was, Lego Iggy Pop. It was the only game that had the passenger in it for a long time. Yeah, I was very yeah. upset by that. And you can also you could get Let's Dance, which mm-hmm. came with uh, Bowie in his thin white Duke oh. face. So yes, there's a Lego oh. Bowie wow. who's singing the song to you. Uh, Lego Bowie is what they call Lego Bowie. Lego Bowie. Lego Bowie. Don't say Bowie. Bowie. Especially if you're in English. I saw somebody tweet yesterday, like, somebody's just, I'm putting up with somebody saying Bowie next to me. Over and over. It's not the knife guy, for fuck's sake. And even then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. So the, like, oh, Bowie knife. I think mm-hmm. it was a lot more acceptable for, you know, like or Bowie to be in Lego Rock Band than, like, I just remember, like, was this around the time that, uh... uh you're thinking of the, Guitar Hero 5? Because Kirk, Kirk Cobain mm-hmm. was ah. doing, uh, like, uh... Uh, no doubt songs and weird stuff like that. It's not just a little bit before that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. gonna trust your judgment on this, Daniel. Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah, well, this, maybe, was, this was 2009. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe a year before that whole thing yeah. happened because mm-hmm. that was that was late 2009, early 2010. Okay. And yeah, a documentary just told me Kurt Cobain wasn't uh, didn't commit suicide. He was killed. Really? 
documentary. I'm, making, I'm trying to make fun he of the stepped on a Lego right so By sharp. Anita Sarkeesian <laughs> and some bronies. Oh, no. you're watching those documentaries? Oh, Soaked in Bleach. It's on Netflix. It's interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, Lego Rock Band, I actually tried to buy this to play it for the thing to see, like, okay, what are, what are some of the nuances here? And I, you cannot buy it online anymore, so I'm guessing either it was never sold online or the... The license somehow. It, it ran seemed out. to me it was exclusively to be sold at Old Navy. Like that's the only reason this game exists. <laughs> there were really like two actually. other rock band games I out at the same that time. That way. It yeah, was like it's like six dollars with the with the purchase of a performance fleece. I think it was like rock band, but uh, but soccer moms could understand what it was. Right. Yeah, I guess. Like really, I, I don't understand why there was Lego Rock Band. Like there's, as far as I can tell, just from watching videos of it like there wasn't really anything lego about it other than the characters yeah and the keys the, the keys. notes the notes oh, yeah, were yeah. all lego pieces yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, true that's the highway true. Mm-hmm. The i think highway, it was just what we call it yes that's oh, what we call it. the note highway good. thank you this was around the time when there were eight uh roughly eight thousand rock band and guitar hero games so yes. anything yes. could be a rock band or guitar that's hero true game. that's true i think it was their family play mm-hmm. i think lego rock band uh, was the answer, or was uh, what they answered with uh, for Band Hero? Ah. They were they were both trying to get that that Forgot valuable family band. market. All about Band Hero. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what can we do? What can I be involved with that will swamp Goodwills everywhere for the next ten years? <laughs> Lego Rock Band. But I I do like the the Lego avatar he has because it has the different colored eyes. It has mm. the uh, the untied bow tie from his uh, Let's Dance face. Um, really, really kind of cool to look at. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's move on to something that is Listen to modern love. It's going to be fun to talk about. Number two. Dance magic dance. <laughs> look at my magic hands. Magic jump. Magic jump. Magic jump. Magic jump. Slap that baby! I will. I will admit, watching this uh, a video of this to grab the sound, like I, I, I teared up a little bit. Like, it's great. Oh man, it's great. And uh, you were Henry, so that, that, that that's probably how our generation was introduced to David. Yeah, yeah. we're not it's, watching. It's MTV. absolutely how I was introduced. Yeah. So this is Labyrinth mm-hmm. for the Commodore 64 specifically. Ah. Yeah. But I want to play for you a version of that song in a MIDI palette that you might be more familiar with. What kind of 8-bit spell to use? <laughs> nice. Uh, Labyrinth <laughs> was a game made in 1986, around the same time for both the Commodore 64 and the Famicom. Mm-hmm. The Japanese got a, a version of it. We never did. Um, there is a fan translation out there, so you can play it in English with an emulator. Oh, it's hard. So it's, what? it's a tough game. I tried to play it. Oh, yeah? It, it, yeah it just, it's not the kind of game you'd want to it's, play. It's kind of like <laughs> a, a less enticing Legend of Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. O- overhead view. Yeah. Um, yeah. With, with it doesn't like look less, like a lot of two fun. Two fewer colors. Like there's mm-hmm. three colors employed at any given time. Instead yeah. of finding per- a Triforce, you're finding pieces of a baby. <laughs> <laughs> was it the same game as the C64? Like, or, or no, was they it, were completely, completely different. different. So okay. the NES one we'll, we'll talk about first because I have less to say about it. But it's, <laughs> it's overhead, again, very Zelda-esque. You're playing as a very squat version of Sarah. 
Uh, we you get to play as a woman. Yes. Uh, you're, you're throwing things at, at goblins and uh, getting through oh. mazes. Oh. And then uh, <laughs> when you reach the end, uh, Jareth is just like, well, you made it here in time, so here's your brother. I'll get you next time. Wink. Oh, so it's not even a boss fight? <laughs> oh, you. No, it doesn't have a boss fight. And your try friends only show up like at the end or in like, with new game plus. dialogue boxes. <laughs> it's like, you're trying to collect the pieces of the key uh, to get to the labyrinth. Um, I don't know. Really? That's the end? Is just, well, you made it through my traps. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, exactly. Here's your brother. Here's your brother. <laughs> um, but the don't s- lose him again. The Commodore and the upside down stairs. They're too complicated for this. The Commodore console. 64 version, mm-hmm. uh, I really like on paper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the first uh, games or adventure games made by LucasArts back when they were Lucasfilm oh. games. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, well, we. The, the movie's out. Yeah. We can't just make the plot of the movie. What can we do? So they, they have a thing instead where it starts out as a text adventure. Mm-hmm. And you're standing around and you have to gradually figure out how to get to a movie theater where they're playing Labyrinth. Holy and shit, it's what? like they, they build this whole so like meta. text <laughs> thing where like you can go home and watch TV and the TV is playing ads for Labyrinth the movie and then <laughs> so, so like you, being alive you go to the movie theater and you go into Labyrinth and this guy just like there's this nerd there who just keeps talking about it. it's like oh yeah it's such an incredible film and especially Jareth like David Bowie does so much with the character and like this is really weird <laughs> and then like the movie starts and then the graphics kick in and it's like this big portrait of David Bowie and he's looking at you and saying you you in the front row yes you Michael or whatever name <laughs> you put in uh, dog turd yeah so you're playing as yourself you can play as male or female mm-hmm. And uh, you're just trying to navigate the labyrinth. And actually doing that is way more tedious than you might yes. think. Because, like, I, I, you're, it's side-scrolling levels with a bunch of doors. Mm-hmm. It's not really clear where the doors lead. I guess you're supposed to just map it out Very for yourself because it's the 80s. That worm's giving you bad directions. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what a take it. He's straight to the castle. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Ah, I'm so glad I have you on this. <laughs> you lucked out. How much are we yeah. getting? Well, uh, you, you, you gave all the credit to Lucasfilm and none to the publisher of the game. Activision. Thank you very much. Yeah. This, this was during Activision's We Don't Like Our Logo period. Uh, there was a thin script, like... Uh, they they decided like ah that rainbow logo is ah that's stupid awesome. we we have to have something classy because we're gonna stop making games so this was this was they were still in that like ugly logo phase um, and uh, according to uh, my sources Wikipedia uh, they met with Douglas Adams on this game and he's yes, the guy that that, that recommended. He said, you know, like in Wizard of Oz, when it goes from black and white to color, you guys should do that. Make people think they're playing a text adventure game until oh, they wow. go into the movie. So mm-hmm. the entire, like, first, well, I don't know. I couldn't even get into the freaking movie theater when I tried the game. But uh, the entire first part is just a text adventure game. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, you're in graphic land when you go into Jareth's world. Wow. Yeah. It's really neat. And Jareth has a musical sting that accompanies because him. Because Labyrinth, having just watched it, is fucking Wizard of Oz, like, completely. That's all But better to me, honestly. Maybe. The striking Jareth theme music. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, this playing this game uh, last night taught me a new word, which is adumbrate. Adumbrate. Who's he? I don't, I don't know how to how to pronounce it because <laughs> oh, I've I only it seen it written in Lambrinth. But so the the way that the parser works is it's like this weird precursor to those to scum games mm-hmm. like Monkey Island, yeah. where you have two columns 
And on your left is uh, commands, verbs, and then on your right is nouns. And so you can say, like, go, uh, eat, insert, whatever. And the first one on the list, if you go all the way to the top, is adumbrate. It apparently means to, like, was it like to outline or to suggest something? <laughs> like, it, describing it in, in holistically? In, in, I'm, I'm not really sure. But uh, if you do it to, if you say adumbrate Jareth, mm-hmm. like, you just hear that music I just played. Uh, which is weird, and and you can annoy goblins into attacking you by adumbrating them, <laughs> or you can adumbrate an elephant, and it'll come rescue you from a hidden cell. Or uh... actually, speaking of goblins, another Activision tie: uh, the role of Hoggle in this game was played by Bobby Kotick. <laughs> <laughs> Hoggle is in the C sixty four game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can talk to him, and he's like, "You'll never funny. get through this without me," <laughs> and then you can just ignore him. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't encounter him when he's pissing. But uh, I really still like that's how he's the, the introduced you to the world. Yeah, I I got frustrated with this game pretty quickly because like you, there's this first area that's just like a bunch of brick corridors where you're opening doors, and then like you go through and you find Alf and Ralph, who are the guys like one of us always tells uh, the truth and one of us right. always lies, and they're like. We'll tell you how to get through here, but not until you've opened every door in the brick maze. Like, fuck that. I'm just going to open the doors and go through randomly and see which one is which. And the first time you do it, there's a sign behind each door that says certain death or to the castle. And so you just know which one to follow. But if you have to go back there, which you probably will, uh, then they're not labeled. Jesus. Yeah, I, I found certain death. It's, it's still really, I don't know, I really like Labyrinth. I just, I read Jim Henson's biography this mm-hmm. year, and he was kind of in the shithole. He's kind of in the Hollywood shithouse after Dark Crystal, and mm-hmm. George, it's nice to know that George Lucas is like, well, I like what you did, but no one likes my ideas, <laughs> so let's let's make a movie together. 15 years, oh, everybody David Bowie them. wrote the music, and mm-hmm. that uh, yeah. Dr. Crusher choreographed the dances. Yeah, that that's what I, had, I just um, learned that today. Yeah. Uh, somebody knew it before we started. I think it was you, Dave, or, no. or Henry, or somebody. <laughs> I like it. now. Uh, I hate that that's overshadowing Bowie. Mm. Did you know Crusher did the music? Like, yeah, she's in the movie. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, she's in the movie, but yeah, that that movie's. I love that it found a second life. It was a horrific bomb. Really? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it was not totally. a successful. I, I film. think my sister might have uh, significantly inflated its overall earnings because mm. every time we went to rent a movie. Yes. That is always what she wanted, without fail, 100% of the time. Like I almost teared up describing when we were streaming it on the Monday Night Movie, Patreon, uh, 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 that, that's how my sister and I bonded, the one thing that we both really liked, and when it comes to Christmas, mm-hmm. I get her Labyrinth stuff, and we watch it usually for Christmas, because we don't always like the same kind of movie, but we can agree on Labyrinth. I do yeah. like Labyrinth. And I, I do love Labyrinth now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at the time it was like, all right, it was good, but I've already seen it four times. Sister, doesn't matter uh, to Sister. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. or Legend. Whichever. Sisters? Like, watch sister, sister, yep. yeah. sisters you don't watch, watch movies Legend. a lot. You don't. No, it's fucking awful. <laughs> I lost count of how many times I watched Top Gun. Oh, Is your man. sister? Yes. Man. But a cool, cool thing about the LucasArts game. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> cool thing about the LucasArts game, when you get to the end, there is technically sort of a boss encounter, Mm -hmm. and that, like, you've already won the game, but Jareth won't really admit it, and so he's like, you you have to stay here and be my slave forever, and you have a few different options for what you can do, you you know, the canon thing is you pick from the left column, you have no, and then uh, from the right column, power over me. 
but it really doesn't matter what you do and you can get different results by picking different options so you can for instance say throw some power over me and then uh, his hair <laughs> his hair stands on end uh, turns different colors and he, he's like oh my eyes are crossed uh, you can say um, <coughs> shit what is it there's, a, there's another option where he turns into a frog if you ask him do you have power over me then he turns into a frog that's what it is that's which I find cool. hilarious oh that's, that's what I like um, in reading Rob Smith's book about the early LucasArts period because I didn't like that how, how anti George Lucas was about making a Star Wars game like yeah. didn't want to fucking do it at all like didn't want to didn't want to immediately get into that rut with his own studio, and that this is like I think the first movie game that they made. This I think you're right, Jones. Yeah. yeah, based on a Lucasfilm movie, and ah. that, that like uh, they had not made a licensed game in house at mm-hmm. that point. And uh, I don't know, just a yeah. very weird period. It's no, only- he, he wanted to make original games, and that's like, for instance, his uh, was it Charlie Rose interview that everyone's butthurt about. Yeah, that he he was saying like. Well, you know, if I was directing Star Wars, I'd make everything new, and I'd make new ships and new people, mm-hmm. and like they just want to go back to what I did in yeah. the '70s, and who cares about that? It's like everyone except you, apparently. Everyone, but I understand where he's coming from as an artist. Me too. Uh, so I, I, yeah. I do get, I get his frustration. Remember here. all these great new characters I introduced in uh, Episode mm-hmm. One? <laughs> yeah. Didn't anybody like Red? No, I, I have a feeling he's he's just more into filmmaking techniques yes. than anything well, else. So it's like, yeah, I'd, I'd use he's the latest. Certainly not into acting, CG. Uh, directing human actors. Yeah, yeah, I'd use the latest CG and I'd make all my movies three hours long, and then I'd split the last chapter in the trilogy in two. Um, so there's four right. movies. Like, yeah, all the modern filmmaking. He techniques. has the burden, right. the same burden as Robert Zemeckis, where they don't know how to make a film, and they don't know how to make a film where they're not pioneering something. Hmm. Like, just make a movie. Yeah, I can make flight in my sleep i want to make i want to do new 9-11 special effects that's, right. that's what i want to do um and george lucas doesn't know how to do that either everything he had to do he had to pioneer something which kind mm-hmm. of i don't know which made him like his his future after indie pretty shitty yeah i guess so uh but except for this collaboration very good yeah howard the duck y'all howard I the duck didn't want to mention howard the duck i also yes, early, you sure did. you did some of the first pixar animation in the opening of labyrinth uh when lucas still owned the studio oh, that oh. good point oh wow mm-hmm. You're not the first video game player to get your soul in this dimension, but you're certainly the first to stay alive so long. Who's played Omicron the Nomad Soul? Not me. Who's going to do a Simpsons Tron thing? No, no, no. <laughs> right no. now there's somebody yes, saying, you're saying this is better than Metal Gear? No, I'm not. But this was something <laughs> that he believed in and worked it's on, bully, as yeah. opposed to Metal Gear, which is an objectively better game by any measure, but... Uh, he is less not his. is less Bowie. Yeah. 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 It's referencing Bowie. This is Bowie as a revolutionary named Boz mm-hmm. in uh, Omicron the Nomad. So did anyone play this game? No, of course I not. I remember when it came out, I was in the media and I remember going, "Huh." But I never actually played it, never got a copy. Dave, didn't listen to Dave here. What So I I wanted to play it when I like a, uh, you know, when I heard that David Bowie died, I'm like, "I think I have a copy of Omicron laying around somewhere." And I found I, I looked through my collection. Turns out I have a sealed copy. Wow! And now I'm really conflicted because I'm like, I wonder if I could sell that. 
on eBay. And what you need money. is to open it, play it, and then find somebody who will reseal it for you. Ah. You've got to start thinking about this, man. Is that a thing that you Everything can do? is a sealed copy if you have one of those little plastic machines they have in oh, your yeah, house. Yeah, but those new were up to something over there. <laughs> <laughs> like, so Come in the to my garage, garage sale. <laughs> so Everything is sealed. That's in how you group are, stick. That's how you can afford a house in the Bay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was selling a kidney. Oh, okay. Selling dream kidneys. <laughs> 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 so, to you guys. <laughs> sake. No, but like, Who's got my Saturn again? Is it you or is it, is no, it? No, no, no. I think it's Gary, you. Got, Gary Saturn. Yeah, no, Brett. I, know, I, I think Brett yeah. got the Saturn. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got my Neo Geo machine. I did. I did. <laughs> like the first couple years of the, well, the only couple years of the Dreamcast lifespan, there were so many weird adventure games on uh-huh. there. Like Blue Stinger, Ill Bleed. Just, so this was completely out there. This was really, really ambitious, and I think it might be fair to say it's one of Quantic Dreams' yeah. most ambitious games. We've it talked about first, it right? before, huh? Mm-hmm. Was it their first? Yeah, I think it might yeah. have been. And that's kind it of was, also it why was I before go back. Indigo Prophecy yeah. slash Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. Um, but before it was Beyond Two Souls. <laughs> yes, way wow! before Beyond before Heavy Rain, what? even before that E three trailer with the wizard. Yes. <laughs> wow. Before whatever it is they're working on now, um, but uh, so Omicron, it was kind of if you play it, like I've I've tried playing it a couple of times, and I never get very far before I either get bored or have to go do something mm-hmm. else. Um, and it's sort of feels like an early GTA. Like this mm-hmm. was two years before GTA three came out, so it was like, wow, you get this big city, you get to drive around, it's semi open. Ah. Uh, and you start out playing as this cop who is, uh, y- you've somehow reincarnated him after he's been killed. And he, he goes home to his wife, and you gradually learn that uh, this is a very fourth wall breaking game. This game exists in a separate dimension. You are a game player who's playing it, and the, the characters in the game recognize you as such, but your soul can incarnate different people in this world. So you can jump between bodies and have different adventures depending on who you inhabit. But overall, you're trying to... Well, I'll let David Bowie explain the plot. An old legend recounts that only a nomad soul can hunt the demons out of Omicron. You may be the one we have been waiting for. I must go. Now the binary tides are turning. May Vi Grimuka guide your steps. I know you love Lore Bukake, Chris. So <laughs> I wanted to make sure to get that in there. May Via Bukake have them. Astaroth, uh, which is, I guess, the real name of David Cage, uh, has pulled you into this world for sinister purposes. To make the juiciest souls are in your dimension. Astaroth created the video game called Omicron in order to capture them. The game you're playing at this very moment. So yeah, fucking weird. Doesn't that blow your mind? Weird computer-generated uh, revolutionary named Boz. This is his main character. He also plays uh, the the lead singer of a band called the Dreamers that just shows up and like performs illegal concerts of David Bowie songs, which he wrote. Especially for the games. See, committed. That's what I love about really good artists. It's like, I'm in, I'm in for a penny, I'm in for a pound. (laughs) You know, like, he he just goes all the way. I'm not just going to be like, yeah, 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 sign the check. You can use my face. He's like, no, I want to be creatively involved in some way. Let's really do it for real. I mean, it makes sense for David Bowie to, like, hook up with David Cage, who at this point had not had, like, uh, Beyond Two Souls, where it's like, uh, maybe you're trying a bit too hard to be. 
different and making games that aren't fun. <laughs> Does uh, it sound pretentious and polite company? No, I'll do it, it. It's different than from like what other games were at that point, which totally. is either a shooter or yeah. a Tetris. I don't know. It was, yeah, what, yeah. What, what were they doing? In the early do you guys? press Former? X to spy us at any point? Because <laughs> that would be that would be great. I don't think so, what but was that the would song be great. We were doing during the MC Escher scene in Labyrinth last night. Oh man, I'm, I'm a gravity baby. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, he did Bowie did write and record uh, several songs, which he then rewrote for an album that he did. I think uh, this was in 1999. It was either later that same year or the following year. But one of them was New Angels of Promise, which uh, those of you who played Omicron might remember as its theme song. The Beatles mixed them with Foo Fighters. So, in the album version of New Angels of Promise, he replaces the lyric Omicron with Suspicious Minds, but it's ah. otherwise more or less the same song. Hmm. And uh, then last year he brought it uh, to Comic Con. Comic <laughs> Con. Ah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Lesbian Klingon. <laughs> Decepticon. <laughs> So there was one other Bowie uh, Bowie game that I that I brought, brought up in, uh, in the chat. Oh, yeah. It could be uh, if you have the number zero. Uh, nope. Uh, well, uh, you, uh, Let's Dance was <laughs> good number for no sim- seem to uh, go no sample. Let's Dance was also in Elite Beat Agents. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. It was a terrible cover. Unfortunately, uh, Bowie himself was not in there. Oh, no, but, no. Yeah, but it, it was like, yeah, it was, it, I guess it does sort of add something to it, all the bam, but bam, bam, yeah, bam, that, bam, That's bam, bam, what bam. I found so hilarious about it, which is like, let's dance, like, a terrible, terrible impersonator of Bowie. Let's dance, bang, 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 bang. Like, you're tapping the screen in like <laughs> six different places at once. And uh, and the Leap Beat Agents is a really Love weird game where you you play a group of they're kind of like male cheerleaders yes. who inspire people. Inspire people. Very, like, do you well, want, like there's a Pomeranian caught in a fire? Well, there's nothing we can do but play Earth, Wind, and Fire September and yeah. dance to it outside of the building. Let's go. Let's go. And yeah, what's the Japanese <laughs> version is actually about male Uendan. cheerleaders? It's yeah, yeah. Ostakate Uendan. Yeah. What? It's it's like a, a Japanese cheer. So in this one, they're like agents who yeah. are cheerleaders. But so yeah, let's let's hear this. Three, two, one, go! <laughs> oh, that's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I think, the other reason. That Boy, I, I love that game so much. I wish it never That's ended. definitely negative one on the top yeah. five. <laughs> like, if you're not going to use Bowie, yeah, do it in a game where it's being overshad- overshadowed by, like, eight other, uh, eight other different audio sources. <laughs> so, hey, sorry to break in. Because the show hasn't been finalized yet, I wanted to point out that the day after we recorded, Harmonix did an AMA on Reddit and mentioned that they'd worked closely with Bowie on Amplitude for PS2. And if you've played Amplitude, you know there's a song of his on there uh, called Everyone Says Hi. What you may not have known and what I didn't know is that they'd actually intended to put him in the game as a playable David Bowie avatar, and they actually got as far as modeling his face before realizing that they couldn't prevent people from customizing his avatar the way they could the others. 
Uh, it's, it's just a cool piece of history, and I thought it should be mentioned in here before we move on. Can we do yeah, this other just games off the top of our head with David Bowie songs in them? I remember being disappointed in Rock Band getting the David, mm. David Bowie pack. Mm. And then the everything uh, everything on it from Ziggy Stardust was the master. We got Bowie. And then Queen Bitch, for whatever reason, was like, this is the worst cover <laughs> ever. Well, Suffragette <laughs> City was, I think, one Dude. of the original yeah. songs included with yeah. the first Rock Band. I remember playing it like at the preview at EA's campus mm. and being like, wow, this game's so cool. I can't wait till this comes out. Yeah. It's a, that's a really mm. fun song. Do you, do you remember a time before the glut of yeah. plastic instruments? <laughs> I was there. Apparently we were doing a podcast at the same time. It was <laughs> glorious. We had yes. things to look forward to. Oh, man. <laughs> like, this is such a cool new way to play games. There I'm so a... sick of it two years later. Not really. We'll get to it in new releases. There's another fun way to do that. All right. Well, on, on that note, we should take a break now. That's our fumbling, uh, awkward yeah. tribute to Bowie. Let's I know break. he's in GTA. I know he's got songs oh, yeah, in all yeah. GTA yeah. games. I think oh, four sure. and five oh, yeah, have yeah, yeah. Uh, Bowie songs. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, anyway, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to get into some new releases, talk about some other games that have coincidentally something to do with... Bowie's method of death, which was cancer. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, well, that was a rough segue. Standing there alone, the cashier's waiting. I trade in my game at the store. My game is nice and mint, but their computer says it's worth much less than I paid before. The Markdown Stars. They hand me my cash. But I am certain that I got the shaft Lower value, browsing all the shelves To find a new game that I'll sell right back To this same store My ass is sore me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch. Kind of sad news this week, huh? I mean, I know to many of you he was the man who sang Space Oddity or who pushed the boundaries of masculinity way back in the 60s and 70s, but to me in the 60s and 70s, David Bowie was the man who would come and serenade me outside my den for hours every night. I had no idea who he was or what he was doing there. He'd just stumble around high on something that I couldn't quite identify and sing about this guy named Major Tom. Uh, And those early songs, I'm going to tell you, were not really up to par. When I was introduced to the character of Major Tom, he was a guy who sat around on park benches and caressing the necklace he wore under his shirt that was made of human ears he'd collected during Korea. Like, Bowie went really hardcore with the whole military conceit. Anyway, I forget where I'm going with this. R.I.P. David Bowie. He is a great artist and will be sorely missed. But that's not why I'm here to talk to you. I'm, of course, here to tell you how to support Video Game Apocalypse. And there are a bunch of ways you can do it. First and foremost, subscribe on iTunes. Leave five-star reviews. Let everybody, including Apple, know how awesome we are so that we'll get more listeners and you'll be on the ground floor of a growing fan community that you helped create and foster. If you want to support us in a more financial way, you can go to patreon.com slash lasertime and kick in a few bucks and you'll get access to things you wouldn't ordinarily, like Google Hangouts with the hosts or free prizes that they send out on a quarterly basis or even secret podcasts that you wouldn't get if you weren't paying. You may have noticed that there's Amazon links down the right side of the page. Go click on them and buy a thing. It doesn't even have to be the thing you clicked on. Just type in whatever it is you would normally buy on Amazon, which, you know, is most things if you're like the hosts, and we'll get a cut of whatever you spend. You spend nothing extra, Amazon loses a tiny bit of money, and we get to continue living for a little while longer. 
You can also go up and tell a friend and say, hey friend, there's this show called Video Game Apocalypse and your friend will be like, whoa, 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 I'm listening to this new show called 302010 that stars Chris Antista and Brett Elston and uh, he's giving me a thumbs up right now which means that the gun is being lowered, everybody. I'm not going to die tonight. I can say whatever I want. Oh, it's, it's up again, it's up again. Okay, uh, listen to that show, listen to this show, listen to all shows and tell all your friends, Twitter, in person, Facebook, just, uh, yeah, go and tell them what a, what a good, uh, great, great, great. Okay, yes, um, you, can, you can tilt the hammer back. Um, yeah, yeah, no, okay, just, you don't even have to lower the gun, just sort of angle it to the side, maybe away from my face, yes, okay, th- yeah, that's great, that's great, thank you, yeah, doing that will do a lot to help support the hosts and the shows, and to continue growing the audience, and to give you new things to talk about with your otherwise lame friends, so that's my spiel for this week, enjoy the rest of the show. <laughs> And welcome back to our hopefully cheerier second segment. Uh, Every other celebrity still alive? No, we lost the mayor of New York in Ghostbusters. It's man. not. I apologize. It's, uh, I apologize. Lenny. Lenny? Lenny? Yeah. Lenny? Yeah. It's, it's not going to be that cheery because of the first entry in. There's my Anne Lang. It's back. <laughs> no, she's in the room. She sounds again. like sort of a cross between a dog and a dolphin, really. So, or like my dad's turkey collar. <laughs> <laughs> so weird week for coincidences. David Bowie dies of cancer. Dying of cancer. And then two days later, what comes out? That dragon cancer. Not that much of a coincidence when millions of people die via cancer. Yeah, that's true. You want a cool coincidence? Listen to Mark Maron's WTF that opens up. This show's brought to you by David fucking Bowie's album. Can you believe yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, was the other thing. Like, like, oh, oh, God. Oh, no. my God. Oh, this man. Poor, poor Mr. Marone. <laughs> <laughs> now he's going to invoice the estate of David Bowie. Like, oh, I still really like the moon. Yeah, but that Dragon Cancer, I actually played this, so I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> What is it? Uh, it's a game that... Was, oh, no, I heard about this. Yeah, it was made by a couple whose uh, little son was... Uh, like, was basically had cancer since he was born. Well, they they had been good, making it it's for... It's good that we're doing something yeah. cheerier. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. They'd been making it for a couple of years, and then last year he died while they were still yeah, in the depressed. process of the game. So it, it went from just the game. making a game about <laughs> cancer treatment mm-hmm. and, you know, what happens when um, your child has cancer to, like, a game about dealing with loss and grief and all this stuff. And it's it's a strange game if you play it. It's done in, like, this very uh, minimalist, like, everything is um, hard-edged polygons style mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, very soft color palette. And you start it playing as a duck. You're a duck in a pond. And it's like everything is a memory, basically, from them. And so it's their uh, their kids sitting on the bank of a, of a pond throwing uh, bread at, at ducks. And like they have a recording of their other kids saying, like, well, why can't he talk? It's like, well, because he was born with this and so he's a little slower than everybody else and he's like a he's five I, two-year-olds can talk he's like a boy baby and like all right um and then like playing as his dad like sitting in a chair while he gets uh chemotherapy and like this baby with chemotherapy sitting on your chest and and you like have this dream about him floating through space and like all these brambles that are popping the balloons that are carrying him and then wake up from a nightmare and it's it's really strange but um 
It's obviously a very personal game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I've played so far, it's not a fun game. Don't go into this looking for entertainment, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, if the idea of kind of playing through this very personal experience that this couple put together appeals to you, and I mean, it is interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll say yeah. that for it. It's very interesting. It's a beautiful thing that this medium can do in Riley yeah. does. Yeah, and it's a very, very pretty game. Uh, and very, really creative. Uh, very imaginative. Um but yeah, maybe it's for you, maybe it's not. I don't know. I'll leave that up to you. There's a fantastic feature on this in the current issue of Wired, and it's posted to Wired's website, mm-hmm. which is the full story of this game, the family, the whole thing. It's heartbreaking. It's just like, oh, the whole time. But yeah, they were they did this as a way to cope with it, and then they even said in the article, they're like, we don't even know if we're going to release it. Like, maybe this is just for us. And then, obviously, they decided to... But uh, that's good because they sunk all of their this is you know they sunk all of their money into it too. Yeah, like the guy quit his job just to work on the game against his employer's uh, his employer's wishes. He was like, "No, dude, like stay with us. We want Apple. Just stay here." (laughs) So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely the most personal game to come out in like forever. Yeah, even more personal than Sabell. Mm-hmm. And a bit better looking, if I may say. Uh, is it more personal than Gone Home? Which is yeah. Uh, also, week? if you don't think Gone Home is a game, uh, maybe this isn't free. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's much more of one of those interactive experience yeah. uh, zones. It's, rather it's than very it. linear. Like, oh, here, click a button, and you'll move into this area. It's sort of like missed that way, but without the puzzles, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it does yeah. bode well for my design doc on the Lorenzo's Oil game, <laughs> um, which is <laughs> a lot of crafting. <laughs> Are you going to pay it forward, too? Jesus like, Christ. Like Monster Hunter? <laughs> anyway, no more referencing movies from the early 90s. Um, yeah, but Gone Home Console Edition oh, finally really? came out for yeah. PS4 and Xbox One. It was supposed to be out, like, two years ago from Midnight City. Yeah, but they but went then under. That, yeah, they went under. Uh, but I, I think they're still, still somehow tied to the game, which is weird. But, yeah, I really want to get it. Like, I... I I think I actually I probably have it on Steam, but I'm just so averse to playing uh, a lot of games on. Well, I mean, first of all, oh, my, la- laptop? My, my laptop yeah, will laptop. it is always in danger of catching fire randomly. <laughs> um, but if I, I mean, if I have the you know the option of oh I can play this on my couch mm-hmm. with a controller, mm-hmm. that's yeah. so much more like of a better option for me, and so so more yeah, it's way more attractive an option. But it's twenty dollars. I feel like that game is. Has been like five dollars or less at certain points during Steam sales. Oh, for the last like, like four years, it's been. I out, know, but, but it's just that like that that part of me that like looks for the cheapest price of a game when it sure. comes out. I think it's not going to let me pay twenty bucks for. I think it's a short home. game, but for me, it was well worth twenty dollars. It is moving the media medium yeah. in, in a different, awesome direction. Yeah, and just it coming out on PSN means I don't know, maybe more people. Can move their games towards a bigger release than just Steam Greenlight, you know? Yeah. Um, but maybe maybe this could reach a mainstream audience. I'd love to see... I, I just, unless you're one of those people who hates the game on principle yeah. or because a website gave it a good score. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to talk to you anyway. Um, <laughs> well, maybe I'll get it on PS4. I, I if it, it has a platinum trophy. I really enjoyed it on PS4. I thought it was a deeply for what it's experience worth, yeah. and a very, very good example of the kind of cool shit uh, a small teams can do with decent game engines mm-hmm. and I, I look forward to more things like that unless it involves cancer and your dead kid I, I have no I just have so no the, time for that I'm the only person in the room that did not care for Gone Home I mean I'm not militant like that no. sucks it shouldn't be called a game I did play it all the way through mm-hmm. I just 
I just didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. I, I totally respect that. I didn't know what to, I, we I, do need to move beyond so the simple early, like I didn't, I didn't power fantasy. Respect, but, I, I think if you were being hit over the head with like why it's important, that's and, and, like I did kind of go into it jaded and go I, I've like been in uh, scared. Like like I yeah. didn't want to find a body in the attic. Absolutely, and, and, I, I, I expect. I fully expect. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get into spoilers. You're but, in a house. Uh, you so are. That's really all the spoilers. A very dark, spooky house. And when you when you know what to expect, there's and there's I keep. Wanting to do an article in movies like this, movies that you need to see a second time to enjoy because you don't mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen. And like it is just a beautiful, a beautifully crafted story about a family of four yeah. people, right? And I mean, um, I, you're, you're really like driving around the plot here, and I appreciate yeah. that oh, oh, for, for no spoilers. There's, there's yeah. a great story about about That's those true. four people. And the, yeah, they're all fleshed out as characters, except for maybe the mom. Like the mom had no. her own thing going on, but she was definitely less developed than the, yeah. But through like res- the other fucking characters. receipts and remnants, you can figure out what happened to. It's, yeah. it's really yeah. cool. Um, yeah, a really fun way to tell a story in a new medium. And yeah, and it was really interesting the way that they developed it. But I, I think partly, uh, like for me, it hit a nostalgia button because mm-hmm. it's about being a, oh, yeah. a college student and a teenager Obsessed in the late nineties, which is when I was a college student and a, a teenager. And uh, so it's like, oh man, I remember all this shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, Street Fighter Two. Here's the cartridge sitting the, in a cupboard. It's the early nineties, but that's okay. Is it early nineties? So, yeah. Really hits the yeah. spot. <laughs> and I was thinking, these damn kids. <laughs> I, I I forget what it was, but something made me. I wanted to. I was like ninety four. Thank you for getting my Moon Patrol reference last week. Yes, thank uh, you for making. Because I was on Bart. I'm listening to the show, and it's like Moon Patrol. I'm like, oh, awesome! They did Moon just Patrol, like, and he's like, only Dan Amber got that reference. I'm like, God. I only <laughs> said that because I couldn't elaborate more, and I knew you could. Yeah. Around. <laughs> Because like I was obsessed with Moon Patrol, I really did like Moon Patrol. I love that marquee. Keep trying to buy it. Uh, I just bought for iPhone um, Pinball Arcade. Oh because of something, yes, because something they just released. I forget what I think it was a Judge board. Dredd. The like my friend just uh, fixed up a Judge Dredd uh, board when you're playing it all Christmas break, right. and like holy shit, you can play it virtually. And I never played Pinball Arcade, and it is so fucking cool. It's gotten better. It's gotten a lot better. It's so over the cool. Time. Yeah. Uh, and, and and I just I meant to ask you off mic. Like you, you sign up for an account separate from that. And you can play it on Steam and iOS. No, you still have to buy it, the content everywhere. But your le- your leaderboard and, and scores uh, go between all of them. So let's let's be pinball friends for real. I want to I want to play. Oh, man. Yeah, love the cyclone. Like the, those noises, the noises of the cyclone. Yes. Uh, bring me back. Assassin's Creed Chronicles you- India is out this week, <laughs> uh, continuing the trilogy that began with Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. So these are like 2D? Yeah, 2.5D. Like oh, there, yeah. there is some movement uh, on a 3D plane. Like sometimes you get to the uh, like a corner and then the whole level turns kind of like in Fez. Uh, or you can just like swing on a rope between planes. Sometimes there's a bale of hay in the foreground that you can jump to from the background. Mm-hmm. Like or, or like, you know, say there's an enemy patrolling in the foreground. You can uh, climb up into the background and avoid him. Uh, but I think... Uh, it has a really cool look to it, like lots of really bright, vibrant colors and cool patterns. Like as you're, you you slash through the air, and it like leaves behind this intricate uh, like henna pattern. What's this called? Assassin's Creed Chronicles India. Ubisoft does do a two D game as well, and three uh-huh. D games. But like the two D stuff is like, wow, this is like. Uh, what is it? The UB art is that? That's UB art. Is, is that it's yeah. it's not uh, using UB art framework, but still, which I love. Mm. Um, but it does introduce like uh, some Prince of Persia style, you know, trap filled levels where you have ah. to time out your movements. And there's also a bunch of challenge rooms. Like after you're done, you can just like, okay, here's like a big rotating level, and 
assassinate these five guards in, uh. within the time limit. Also, Tharsis, which is a game I'd never heard of, but everybody's fucking talking about on Twitter today. Uh, so it's like you can only say it with a speech impediment. Tharsis? Tharsis. Tharsis. It's a game about space travel and cannibalism. It seems like it's a board game, video game hybrid. Yeah? That's what I've heard about it. I mean, uh, Tyler Wilde is talking about it, so if that's an indication uh, of anything. Uh, Dan is pointing to Star Wars Pinball The Force Awakens. You had the perfect segue when he started talking about Pinball. Is it through Zen Pinball? Yeah, it's through Pinball FX. I was going to ignore it completely. Oh, no, 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 no. i got to give it up to Pinball FX because Mm -hmm. the Zen Studios, they make really good tables. They're actually a little bit easier than the ones for Pinball Arcade. And the Pinball FX... They're not meant to shake you by the ankles and throw quarters into it. Right. The Pinball Mm -hmm. FX tables are really made uh, with digital in mind, whereas Mm -hmm. Pinball Arcade is recreating physical tables for digital... These guys are like, what if we made brand new tables so like there's a trail behind the ball so you never lose the ball. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, there's interactive, uh, there's like uh, animated characters that'll jump out on the play field and yeah. like stuff that you can just never ever do. And it's, uh, it's the only Star Wars I'm game really... coming to console. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm I haven't played it yet, but uh, I have rarely been disappointed by them. So if you're a oh. pinball nerd like me, he'll no. I want to. Was there a Force Awakens pinball game and it's not called Finball? Oh, Star oh. Wars Finball. Yeah. And the ball is just with, with uh, John Boyega's face. I hope you it. just take the, 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 the <laughs> flippers and start smashing everything. Yeah. Whenever you, you know, like at the end of every game. That'd be great. Oh, this is the Kylo Ren board. I yep. just need to throw <laughs> a tantrum. Uh, the Banner Saga is coming to consoles uh, also. Could have talked about that with Gone Home. beautiful. It really is. It's and I've like, never played it. Uh, uh, fantasy Viking XCOM. Where I'm you're, pretty sure the game's wow, not for me, I like but I, I love the design so fucking yeah, much. Your, your party's made up of uh, humans and giants, mm-hmm. and you're fighting encroaching monsters as you try to make your way to safety, I so think. So Paul Shearer, Aziz Ansari. Uh, uh, uh-huh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get the reference. But human giant. <laughs> oh, human giant. Right, yeah. yeah, okay. That just brings us to the other game we wanted to talk about. This particular location, I'm the fanciest Rick. Oh boy, Morty, gotta get him. Morty. <laughs> Come on, Morty. Shut up, Rick. I'm trying my best. Well, you're the dumbest. You're the dumbest Rick I've ever heard. Go get a better Morty. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a really long sound clip. I, I, I'm really sorry. Was. They're all about that length because I uh, could. So this is Pocket Morty's, uh-huh. um, which is the Adult a, Swim mobile game, which is kind of Pokemon mixed with Rick and Morty. Uh, you you play as the Rick and Morty as you go through uh, all these alternate dimensions where mm-hmm. there are other Ricks who have other Mortys uh, as their like <laughs> captives basically the first one you unlocked was red shirt Morty like guaranteed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's actually pretty high powered oh okay but uh, so it's it, yeah like you fight uh, like trainers who are Ricks and you mm-hmm. can uh, also in the wild find Mortys that you can uh, get bring into your party it's a little bit different than a Pokeball, but like basically the same thing where you weaken them and then you can bring them into your party. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's just filled with uh, Rick and Morty quotes, and I'm, I've only played it for about a half hour, but I, I'm already in love with like all of the different variations of uh, uh, Mortys that are in the game. So let me let me tell you the Mortys that I've run into so far. Uh, of course, you start with Morty. 
And uh, the first teammate you get is Scruffy Morty. I've picked up, uh, or I've ran into No Eye Morty, which is a Morty that has no eyes. <laughs> Test X1 Morty, which is like a uh, Morty fetus. Uh, yeah. Self Defense Morty, which is a Morty that's wearing a karate gi. Mm-hmm. Uh, mustache Morty, Morty with a mustache. Uh, then there's Pocket Morty's Morty, which is Morty wearing an ad for Pocket Morty's. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Exo Alpha Morty, which is an alien Morty. Spoon Morty, which is a Morty that's holding a spoon. Uh, Spooky Morty, which is Morty wearing like a ghost costume. And uh, uh, Greaser Morty, which is the greaser. And then Stray Cat Morty, which is Morty with a bunch of sc- scratches on his head. And my favorite Morty... The top Morty in my party is Veiny Morty, which is Morty without skin, just veins all over the body. <laughs> it's really cool. So Look at it. Yeah, see? Veiny Morty. Veiny Morty, you guys. Oh, that's gross. I can't find this in the... It's a skinless Morty. It's not out yet. Not it's so not, fast. It's not out yet? It'll be up Thursday. Oh, okay. Um, not through when recording it. Rip him apart, Morty! <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I was reading IGN's review of it, and they said it's like... Yeah, you, you burn through most of the fun content in the first couple hours, and then it becomes apparent how shallow this is, that, like, all the Mortys have different attacks, but they're all basically the same attacks. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's actually, uh, yeah, I don't know. They have the same animations. I, 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 I mean, I got a promo copy, so I don't know actually how much it costs. Mm-hmm. It could be free, because they do have the, they have uh, in-game app purchases where you can you can buy just, like, uh, packs of items, which include new Mortys, but... I don't know, it's fun to find all these different Morty characters in the game and these different Ricks that own the Mortys. I mean, I, I barely play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it since Red and Blue. But I'm going to probably play this for a few... Probably another hour or two at least, just, so, to, just to see the different Mortys. Well, what you're saying is that it's better than Pokemon, and Pokemon fans... Pokemon sucks, and Pokemon Rick fans and are dumb. Rule. Uh-huh. So getting the news. Yeah. That's, was, yeah. is, was it a new release this week or last week? We streamed Amplitude. Yeah, it was last week. Last week. It was last uh, week. I mm. mean, it came out for uh, Kickstarter backers last week, but I think to it's, everybody oh, it's, it's on this PSN week. this week. Yeah. So yeah. it is a new release. Ah! But we yes! talked about it last week. Oh, you were here. I wasn't here for that. You were. I don't. Remember. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> you have a lot to say about it. have been asleep since then. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a dick. I, I don't know. I got sucked in really fast. I've never played Amplitude. I like that you stopped it. I got a dick. I got a dick. That's as far as you went. We know! Put it away! I got a dick and it got sucked in real fast. I don't want to trigger anybody. <laughs> anybody is an addict with a dick. I, I just didn't want to do that. Can you play one more of those files? Any one of them. I just like hearing Justin Roiland uh, improv. You might want to take your uh, excitement up down a couple of notches, punk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. I saw you played a couple, like, just start a battle. It's like, let's do this. Shut up, Rick! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm the better Morty. I'm the better Rick in this battle. You're going to lose. Get a better Morty. (laughs) All right, we should probably move on to... Amazon had an exciting announcement today. If you're a Prime member and paying $99 a year for the privilege, uh, you get 20% off on all new games and pre-orders. Yeah. Up to two weeks after the game's release. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, so that like when your friends are saying, "Do you get this game? It's awesome." You still get it for twenty percent off if you're a Johnny Come yeah. Lately. Are you uh-huh. serious? Absolutely. It's really convenient because after two weeks, just about every game goes down by twenty percent. Yeah. Only Sometimes. during the, mostly during the holidays, yeah. but uh, yeah. you get the joke. Um, I, was... I, I I already took advantage of this. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, Gravity Rush is out at the beginning of next month, the uh, HD remaster. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I should pay thirty bucks for that. Thirty bucks minus twenty percent. On the mm-hmm. other hand, yes. I will pay that. Yes. Uh, I just it's sounds minus like someone six has bucks. a someone has a vested <laughs> interest in keeping physical games being a thing. Hmm. Yeah, and doesn't it, it though? Yeah. Well, hmm. only because like, but Amazon had already launched it, launches its digital. Wow, I've, that's three beers. I shouldn't be this slurry. <laughs> has already launched its digital game uh, environment. Uh, it has a bunch of Android integration. Yeah. In a store where you can basically buy PSN games. I don't know. I just think, I, is that over? Is I honestly, I thought it was going to go the other way. Like, oh, physical yeah. copies will be more expensive. And then yeah, as we go I on, thought. digital copies will be less expensive. Yeah, like Especially while but, like, they have their own game studio making digital-only games. Right. Like, I... I don't know. I did not see this coming at all. Hmm. Uh, this, this could keep physical games alive way longer yeah. than I thought they oh, were yeah. going to exist. Because yeah. um, if you looked at... Somebody had something about the uh, game sales this year, and like physical games really took a hit. Like oh, it does, sure. it does every year, but like yeah. this year in particular. But, yeah, at the same time, it's like, well, yeah, I, I just... The, the fact that I can have it instantly, like at 9 p.m. the day before yeah. it releases, it's yeah. like, I just buy everything digitally. So, yeah, if I get 20% off, I might be willing to wait a day or two yeah. while this gets goes through the mail system, the U.S. postal system, and gets to my house. I buy, I buy so few games day of. I don't know. I don't know. Like, what I was do- I was using for quite a, quite a few games over the last year was Best Buy has their gamer club thing. Yeah. Which is twenty percent off they for the certain, only member for every game, mm-hmm. um, and then certain games when you pre-order it, you also get an extra ten dollars in uh, certificates afterwards. So it was like really good deal to buy those <laughs> games new. But it's so infuriating to go into a Best Buy store and you can't. A lot of times you can't do it at midnight, and a lot of times the employees don't know if they should be selling the game at this point, and it's just they always frustrating. say no, and they always sell it to you. Yeah. So well, what? That doesn't. But, but the thing with Amazon fine. is, like, the, you get the same twenty percent off, mm-hmm. and if you get that same day delivery, you're going to get it. Uh, in a lot of cases, you'll get it before street. Like, uh, I've, I've gotten a games a day before, really? and I've gotten games day of, and I've been using Amazon Prime for years and years and years. I've so, never, to me, this is like it. the ultimate value add because yeah. I was like, I just want the free shipping, and my wife and I buy a lot of stuff through Amazon. And it's only for Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only for yeah. Prime. Yeah, but yeah. they they just keep making that Prime thing worth more and more and more. Mm-hmm. With like, oh, guess what? Now you can stream everything that you own. Yeah, and oh, every CD you've ever owned, you have ever bought from us, we'll automatically rip it to your MP3 locker I, for you. I mean, mm-hmm. like, so. As a value add, it's great, but it yeah. may not be a better deal if you're thinking, like, I need a game savings thing. Maybe then the Best Buy thing looks more now attractive. You, now you can get subprime prime loans through Prime. <laughs> through Prime. There's <laughs> that Joe Goodman show. I can get some Prime Rib here on Prime. I just I, I keep bragging like I've never spent less money in my life, given how little I make at this point, and I've just gotten used to that over the two years of operating... D- operating under this budget. Yeah. Hi, laser thing, laser thing patrons. Thank Everyone you. knows he's thrifty. <laughs> but then I just noticed, like, I think I spent more on Amazon Prime than I did buying things. <laughs> okay, Prime then maybe Prime like... is not worth it. For... <laughs> now, a lot of people leaving com- companies this week, actually. Um, the Marvel Heroes uh, director and creator of Diablo leaves Gazillion. Oh, no. 
No idea what Gazillion is. Dave Gazillion, they were they were neighbors to us when we worked at Capcom. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to say where the, they're they're in a di- better place now. They're not uh, sharing a Kmart with Kmart, <laughs> um, but. but <laughs> That's um, where a friend of the show, yeah. Chris Baker. Chris Baker, uh, he, he does a lot of good work there. I love, I love every trailer Marvel Heroes puts out. I've yet to try the game, but it's a Marvel fan. Uh, strokes my boner uh, on, a, on a regular basis. And then the Rockstar dude left, right? Yeah, Leslie Benzies. Mm-hmm. After nearly twenty years at Rockstar North, uh, Rockstar is such a real company. Rockstar. In other words, Rockstar is such a weird company where it's like, oh, this very famous, this very influential person who's been there since nearly the beginning. I don't know his name. Mm-hmm. They never yeah. like anytime you would do a demo. Is with he him, the Hausers? No, Ooh, then I don't right. know who he is. Exactly. Yeah. Is he, is he Laszlo? Laszlo? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. uh, is he Nico? No. Uh, but yeah, like everyone, like, every time I did a demo, they're like uh, that quote. Just say Rockstar spokesman, not uh, this developer or mm-hmm. this PR person. It's develop. It's a Rockstar representative. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know what was this person did that was. I said he was on sabbatical for the last year or something yeah, like that. Something like that. That's an awfully long the sabbatical. That there hasn't been DLC for uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. There's been tons of it. But no, for, I, for, I, for online. I, I want. Uh, uh, you want the story DLC? Yeah, I want the, that was uh, hinted at or Boston possibly promised. Gay Tony yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five. Where is it? It does seem bizarre that has not happened, but I'm guessing the other stuff is more profitable. Oh, way more profitable! It's huge. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know the environment that GTA within which that GTA sells money in, but mm-hmm. I know that they do because I go to Best Buy and, and Target right next to the Chili's gift certificate is GTA Online cash and a little card. Uh, well, I remember like the Steam Summer Sale. Oh, uh, yeah. like I, I made a big stink because it's like. GTA Five is on there, but their idea of a sale is the game's uh, full price. Yeah, pay sixty bucks, and yeah. we'll throw in a bunch of uh, on GTA Online currency. I think it's a shitty yeah, way no to thanks. sell your game. Here's a bunch of online currency for something you have not experienced yet. <laughs> Would you like a, like millions in online? Believe currency? us, you'll like it. You'll, you'll love it. Everyone does, apparently, mm-hmm. um, except for me. I've just never been that into it. Uh, I'm pissed. I haven't checked out this, this. Speaking of money, I haven't checked out the sales for uh, PlayStation Essentials yet. Yeah. Oh yeah, at all. Um, but I, 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 everything I keep seeing in my Twitter feed, Persona's five bucks or Persona, Persona Four for Vita is ten bucks, which is the lowest it's ever been. Uh, the Danganronpa games are like fourteen or fifteen dollars each. Is what I also. played the most over yeah. Christmas so break. If, if any of you want to begrudgingly find out what Henry is so enamored with, <laughs> Dan, uh, no, now's your chance for ten bucks. <laughs> uh, Suikoden, which is uh, yeah. which is one of the greatest PlayStation One RPGs ever. Mm-hmm. It, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, it's a dollar twenty. Wow, a dollar twenty! That game is so great. I'm gonna wait till it comes down to ninety nine cents. I can't afford it. Yeah. I'm saving that twenty one cents to buy an Oculus. It goes to my Oculus. I had my eye on a twenty cent VR in machine. twenty thirty. <laughs> it is insane that I have to pay more for Suikoden than uh, Pocket Morty's. I'm assuming Pocket Morty's is a dollar. Probably, well, there's, probably. There's or probably one. $3.99, something <laughs> like that. Uh, um, can you buy Sucky Den on Vita? It's on Vita, and is I, it cross? It's not cross with PS3. Though, right? All the, all the mm. PS1 games are cross by. Are they? Yeah, PS, PS3, PSP, Vita. Yeah, PS3. So. Yeah. I mean, you just I can't play so. it on PS4 because oh, there's Sorry, no backwards yeah, my compatibility. My PS3's been dead for a year. I, oh, I have no idea what that environment even looks like anymore. Looks like a PS3. EA announces Origin Access for PC, $4.99 a month. Yeah. And you get access to a growing library of games, which does not include all their games, but you do get like access to trials of new games. That's, somebody huh. told me that uh, in our Google Hangouts for Patreon people, 
then you get a discount if you decide to buy. They the got games. Star Wars nice. Battlefront on as a trial with EA Access, yeah. and, and like I, have, I, I don't have. mean to, to disparage it because I, I I'm not disappointed with purchasing it outright, but I can totally see someone getting ten hours of fun of that yeah. for free and not needing to buy Most a EA games, game. you get a 10-hour trial for free with yeah. your subscription. You also get 10% off, I think, when you buy the game. But, like, I have not even finished my 10 hours of Battle Yeah, so like, you, I, you, that is, they just said, like, yeah, we did a 10-hour trial. Like, yeah. that was the most... I, I saw all of Battlefront I needed to see and felt really good about it. You also <laughs> just didn't need to buy it. A lot of games, you get it a week early. Yeah. Like, uh, Dragon mm. Age Inquisition was that way. Mm. Oh, yeah. Dragon Age Inquisition is also one of the games that's on sale, I think, for like 12 bucks. Oh. Really? Yeah. I wish I liked it. I might be wrong yeah, about that. Here. I do, I do. I love Bioware. I just... It, mm. Only now... My place. sandals are unaffixed. Perhaps <laughs> if you wandered the land and found someone who could fix sandals and brought them <laughs> back to me. You've used <laughs> that sandal-fixing joke before. Is it, there's like a sandal-fixing mission well, that really got under your skin. a lot of new skin. material for this show. I do eight <laughs> podcasts a week now. Like <laughs> skin a ball for me. I need a new bow and arrow to make sandals out of. Apparently, I want to have sex with an alien. That's my. That's why I'm playing Bioware. Just was like, in general, I thought that was a total non sequitur. Just like I mean, like, it, it also is a thing I want to do. Video games. I want to fuck an alien. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen the sex scenes in Inquisition. Does everyone still wear burlap underwear? <laughs> This burlap vagina really tears up a dick. Gross. Be careful, I have dysentery. <laughs> it's not Oregon Trail. Although that game would be a lot more interesting if there had was were romance plot lines. I couldn't think of like pioneer a pioneer sex disease. Lupus. What did you have written? DC Universe Online the coming plague. to Plague. Plague. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Good and medieval. DC Universe Online coming to Xbox One after being on PC and PS4 for like a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it was a Sony exclusive for a while. It was for a very long time. Yeah, but like, the, the company had to shut down. I think and it becomes something else. It, co- it was like the first free to play MMO on yes. PS3, and it coexisted with PlayStation Home for a while. It may, might have even beaten PlayStation Home out the gate. Well, it was it was Sony on- Online Entertainment. They sold off uh-huh. that development yeah. wing. Um, have a couple couple friends out there uh, in San Diego. I wish I remember what their fucking company was called now. But I do not. It starts with a G. I, I can't remember. Either. I know what it's. I, and I know they do the uh, the zombie H one. Oh, what is that? H one N one. H one Z one. H one Z one. Yeah, they do that too. Um, that new Donkey Kong record set. <laughs> not Steve Weeby and not Billy Mitchell. No, we don't use the term Weeby here anymore, Dave. Yeah. We got yelled at a lot. <laughs> Steve Japanese fans. <laughs> <laughs> and other weeby news. Uh, I'm just always glad when it's not Billy Mitchell because what a uh, dick. What, that, that movie that, that there, there is that, there are no clips of Billy Mitchell with the toddler screaming, "Daddy, wipe my butt!" Yeah. <laughs> I wish he would have kids, and just we could How tell do you know these he doesn't? horrible stories about he just loved hot sauce and His Donkey sauce Kong more than me. He got <laughs> so angry at the regular show. <laughs> he called me once. Really? Billy, really? Billy Mitchell called me when I was working at GamePro. Really? And I did not know who he was. This was years before. You don't know who I am. No. No, well, that was the thing. Is he's like, I was like, hi. He's like, uh, hi, yeah. Uh, my name is Billy Mitchell. Uh, the I just, Billy Mitchell. I just played a perfect game of Pac-Man, and I think you should do an article on me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I went to my editor, and I was like, so um, I know that most of our audience doesn't care about Pac-Man, but... That is kind of an amazing thing to do. And he's like, okay, yeah, give him, like, you know, what do you want to do? I'm like, nothing big, like a third of a page, which is a very small news story that we did back in those days. And Mm -hmm. he's like, all right, yeah, call him. So I called him back and did a little phone interview. And I'm like, okay, crazy man, American flag tie, whatever. And then, like, ten years (laughs) later, I watched that. I'm like, 
So that's his whole shtick. It's just like, do you not know who I am? You should know who I am. Yeah. Like that's that's his thing. Yeah. You'll be so informed. That's, that's how he way. got like you know fame. And he just called and I, like he just bragged to me for a while. And I turned it into a news story, and that was that. I Woo. played an obsolete game very well. Yeah, do a story on. <laughs> oh, me. stop it! Dan's wearing the Pac-Man shirt. I am, sure, you're I, wearing a Pac-Man kill yeah. screen. There's shirt, a kill screen coming, which up. I know <laughs> about because of King of Kong. Have, right. have you played Pac-Man 256? I, I love it. Like absorbed by that. I love it. Do you love it? I gotta show. I've, I've maxed out all of my items in it. Oh, um, I have not done that yet, but I. Right. The worst. We're getting off course. <laughs> uh, we should probably go to the community. Uh, so, uh, somebody said. Uh, Henry said. Well, well, suggesting the story. That no one knows how far you can get to Donkey Kong. And I never heard that before. Like, no one knows how high a yeah. score you can actually get in Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a, a rumor or whatever that it, like, they, I think they're only 1,000 points away from what they think is the max. Is the theoretical max, yeah. But, uh, I hear that if you get to a certain point, a man in a trench coat comes and takes you away <gasps> in his flying car. Oh, that's Polybius. And, uh, yeah. Yes. That's just, my uncle. But, he, he, re- he recruits you to fi- fight an alien army of uh, giant apes. Yeah. They kidnap women. All <laughs> uh, right, writing that down. Potential screen. But yeah, Polybius is uh, Starfighter. <laughs> Starfighter last, the last ape fighter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Flash Starfighter used to be a parrot. Community segment. It is segmenting the community. Last week's question of the week was: Which game are you most looking forward to in 2016? Mm. Dan, which game are you most looking forward to? It's going to be a cop out answer. Uh-huh. Whatever Destiny puts out, yeah. Destiny is my go. Yeah, my Destiny is my go to. Okay. I play it several times a week. I got to catch up. In 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 kind of the unhealthy, I kind of don't need to play any other games because this is just like the opiate of video games. It's a, it does everything I want it to do. It's collaborative with my friends. I play with my wife all the time, so yeah. she's got her Xbox One. I've got my Xbox One. We're in two different rooms, and like it's just like yeah. What do you want to do? We played like for five hours on mm-hmm. Sunday and it just it scratches the MMO itch it scratches yeah. the shooter itch and it's very PvE because my wife and I don't really like PvP no I um, hate it yeah so it's <laughs> it's like yeah it's I great so believe, like I, I went back home got I got my my friend into it who's a fighting game fan and he got like his fighting game community waiting for Street Fighter 5 are right. all rock and destiny like and they're all max there's yeah. nothing they can really do. Right. But they're there every but night. But it feels satisfying to yeah. play it. The, like, it's so balanced and everything. So, yeah, wow. that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. I, I mean, I'm sure there are other games that if you brought them up, it would go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too. No, no, uh, Phantom cost- Compass is the other uh, developer. They they did Rollers of the Realm, which is oh, a yeah, pinball that. RPG. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. It's, it's not bad at all. And they are working on, I believe the game is called Auto Age. It's a new... Uh, combat car simulation and that is my my number one genre forever I yeah. love car combat oh, games yeah. so uh, I don't know if that's coming out in 2016 so that's like the honorable mm-hmm. mention uh, if it comes out I'm all over that no matter what if you're and more of an article house I want to do a bunch of stuff on, on games I didn't kickstart but I'm still waiting for them <laughs> uh, a lot of them are, are mighty number based. 9 coming out any day now any right day now. no mine is, is 90's arcade racer which looks great wow. like uh, it's exactly what it sounds like okay just a super bright Arcade, like simple track with a bunch of dinosaurs and parties happening on the sideline. Uh, you, you have my attention. It, it's great. And uh, uh, drift. Oh, I forgot what it's called, but you, you, uh, the one that looks super eighties. I don't know when that's coming out. But Paper Jam. Jesus, I'm so excited. Yeah, I heard you talking about Paper Jam. There was a game out. Where it was the first week of January for PlayStation Plus. It's kind. Of, I think it is a car combat game. Uh, yeah, hardware hard, something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what that's about, but it, it seemed like it was a card combat game. So yeah, I have not checked it out, but I, I saw it on the menu. I think it's on, yeah, it's on Plus yeah. this month. I just went like, this is free. 
And then I downloaded it, and uh, that's my. Yeah, I wonder if process. I've done that too. I'm not a hard drive. I, I can't even frivolously download free PSN games anymore. Just click on the thing on uh, the website, and then True. it's, it's yeah. saved for you. Uh, uh, first responder. Hey, respond. In the forums, Robuskin answered the question first, so they get read first. Now, I wish I could say it was a toss-up between Persona 5 and Final Fantasy 15, but one of these seems like it'll actually come out this year, while the other is probably going to be finishing up their rock textures by the end of this year. (laughs) Release date aside, so far everything about Persona 5 has blown me away in terms of just style and story and make FF15 look a bit more bland. The story seems to be going for a more active approach. Instead of having an emotionally detached teenager thrown into an epic journey, you have rebellious thieves trying to do good in the world. I'm sure at least one other game in 2016 is going to sucker punch me with how great it'll be, but I'd be totally fine if if this was the only new game I bought this year. And given my new big college expenses, that just might be the case. Uh, Triskitable says, Overwatch. I played it at PAX East and got the MVP pin, and when I got beta access, I played the hell out of that. Really I'm buying it day one. It's easily one of the weirdest and best shooters I've played. I really want to play Overwatch. I, uh, mm-hmm. I got to play Pac-Man with Triskitable at PAX Prime. Did you? Yeah, got to play a lot of Pac-Man versus... Uh, that crazy four-player version that's From, so... From, like, the GameCube era? Uh, yes or there's, there's and no. There's, like, an caps. arcade... Uh, Battle Royale is what mm. they call it for the arcade, so... Uh, Samael said, Firewatch by Campo Santo coming out in February. It looks like a fantastic first-person mystery game with great writing by ex-Telltale scribes. And the art direction is gorgeous! <laughs> I have seen a lot of excitement for Firewatch. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen enough of the game yet to be excited, but I'm excited that you guys are excited. <laughs> Uh, Keltar93 says, My most anticipated game is The Witness. Jonathan Blow's Braid kicked down the doors for indie games as major players, so I'm curious as hell how he decides to follow it up after almost a decade of them becoming part of the mainstream. I cannot believe that game's not out yet. Huh, yeah. Do you remember Charlie Barrett, who died like four years ago? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, he was, he was he, like... He spent a whole day with I'll, Jonathan I'll Blow come, like half yeah. a decade ago for The Witness. Uh. I'll come back as an evil ghost if I don't get to play The Witness before I die. And that's why we have nightmares all the time. (laughs) Uh, Counterweight72 said, I am going to say my game is Horizon Zero Dawn. When I saw that game during the PlayStation E3 press conference, I was blown away. It looked beautiful, and it is an interesting... And it is an interesting world. After the conference was over, I went on to Amazon and pre-ordered a copy. I know it, it has a generic release date of 2016, but I am hopeful it will come out during the holidays. I will say, I went to, I waited like half an hour in line. I've, I know I've told this story before at E3 last year mm-hmm. to see Last Guardian, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like playing in a triple feature. Like, okay, if you go in, it's like a full hour. You see uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Last Guardian, and Uncharted Four. I don't give a shit about Horizon Zero Dawn, but I'll, I'll watch the other two. And then it, it, coming out, like, that's the one I like the best. That's the one I'm actually the most excited for out of those three. Uh, Baka's Dumb said, in reality, where, in a reality where Persona 5 actually comes out this year, uh, that is an incredibly easy choice. Henry sells it perfectly. It is 50% a great RPG, uh, 50% great RPG <laughs> mechanics, and 50% well-written anime high school antics. Again, I, how do you beat Dongan Rampa? That, that was that game was so much fun. Yeah. Um, and if by some chance Persona Five doesn't come out this year, then I'll have to go with Mario and Luigi Paper Jam because that is the funniest franchise with the uh, tiniest amount, tiniest. Of, tiniest amount of dialogue. I have chortles, by the way. <laughs> 
That's a reference. The, the title movie. is a little off-putting to me because I've experienced enough paper jams that just <laughs> reading it like makes like a little nervous tick appear like in my eye. Party with Paper Mario. Yeah, I think like a capillary just burst. Do you have, you not have a history with Mario and Luigi series? Or I do. Paper Mario. I do. It's just the title Paper Jam. Yeah, you love it. you love it. It's the best game ever. Mm-hmm. Bring her through it later. Tonight. Says you. Twenty percent off. Conritter says ukulele. A spiritual successor to Banjo-Kazooie is exactly what I need. Plus, music from Grant Kirkhope and David Wise is perfect. Uh, TranquilBez22 said, My most anticipated game for 2016 is Uncharted 4. Oddly enough, I said the same thing when most anticipated game of 2015 question came up last year. I guess that's what uh, happens with delays, I guess. Oh, well, at least Naughty Dog are really putting some effort into it. Uh, the game looks amazing. Uh, should The game should look amazing. Sorry. Uh, uh, but when uh, but when haven't the graphics in an Uncharted series looked amazing? Mm, excellent point. Onyx Oblivion said, Deus Ex Mankind Divided. I had no expectations in 2011 going into Human Revolution, and I absolutely adore it now. The five-year gap between it and Mankind Divided gives me lots of hope in, in the final product. The boss fights weren't outsourced this time either, so maybe we can talk them down. Uh, I feel like I should give this I'm just going to undertale this shit. Everyone just gets a stern talking <laughs> I to. Have not, I have not played Human Re- Re- Revolution at all. All right. Is that, is that worth revisiting at this point? Probably. Yeah. So I copy-pasted this one, so I'm going to try to do it. Little Deusu says, uh, I'm most looking forward to That Dragon Cancer, which actually mm. comes out right away, January 12th. It looks like a really haunting, beautiful game created by the developers as a tribute to their young son who died of cancer. I'm also looking forward to Barkley 2, a.k.a. The Magical Rems of Tiernanog, Escape from Necron 7, Revenge of Chuhulaquin, the official game of the movie, Chapter 2 of the Hoopley Bark Saga. I hope you guys read my response just as I want to hear you pronounce that title. I hope I did Kushulane. Kushulane. Uh, and Hoops Barkley, not Hoopley Barks. Uh, <laughs> Which was kind of great. Barks. <laughs> it does sound like my grandmother would. Is that Hoopley Barks? That's a Hoopley Barks. Uh, that's that, that band. Uh, Bark Bark the Hoopley. <laughs> Spade Slick says, Quantum Break looks like a really interesting experiment on, to- on top of being a solid shooter. Uh, considering how Remedy has never released a bad game and that they actually got a pretty decent cast of actors, it seems like Quantum Break can pull off something truly unique in this stagnant AAA gaming space. Uh, Type 40 Comics said, Mine's a toss-up between Crackdown and Friday the 13th, but I think Friday the 13th gets the nod because I've already bought it via Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Finally, a game where I can play as Jason Voorhees killing those sinful camp counselors. Why won't they just stop fucking? (laughs) (laughs) You would think they would learn after a couple of months. There are kids who need supervision. I don't think you can fuck as the camp counselors, though. You couldn't in the NES version. You had, a, you, had oh, a, you had to have a code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you the code after the show. It's a hot coffee. My, my uncle who works <laughs> at Nintendo has yeah. the code. Right. He fucks all the 8-bit characters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Silver Supernova said, Star Fox Zero. I've been, been a fan of Star yeah. Fox since childhood. The SNES and N64 titles were easily strong contenders for my favorite titles on their respective systems. After several massive disappointments in the franchise, the Nintendo was finally giving us a return to form focusing on what made the first two games so much fun to play and removing all the pointless or poorly executed additions that dragged down every title after the Nintendo 64. No on-foot missions, no forced touchscreen controls, and no idiotic romance subplots. You didn't, you didn't like the um, turn-based approach of a command? <laughs> yeah, you didn't You didn't like uh, Slippy's pink girlfriend that had a bow <laughs> on its head? I do mean it's. <laughs> 
it is, it is weird if there's if we're in 2016 and anybody else can think of a follow-up to an N64 game they're anxiously awaiting. <laughs> I would love to hear about it because he is absolutely right. Like there hasn't been a proper Star Fox game mm, in true. 20 years. 20 really? Yeah, has it been that long since 64? Uh, 95. Wow. 90, I mean, it, 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 no, it was no, probably no, no. 97. It was like, yeah, 97. When it came. But still, the splitting hairs here. It's like 19 and change. Maybe next year, uh, Rare... Blast Core. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, Blast Core 2, mm. 2017. Mm. Keep up alive. Um, Winner 2 said, after seeing the most recent gameplay, it's definitely Dark Souls 3. I'm looking forward to a lot of games this year, but it looks like From Software is going for more demons and Dark Souls... Uh, more demons and Dark Souls feel as opposed to DS2, and that's all I need to get hyped. Can't wait to die a billion times, fight some amazing bosses... And deck out my characters in the coolest shit. See, comedy says motherfucking doom. Playing Wolfenstein and New Order. Sorry, playing Wolfenstein New Order and New Blood showed me the over-the-top shooter still has a place in this new generation. The idea of getting the double-barrel shotgun again and shoving it down some imp's throat gives me a case of the vapors. Ooh, ooh, the vapors. I just finished Wolfenstein New Order over the holiday yeah. break. Like I, I was so late to that game mm-hmm. and I thoroughly enjoyed it yeah. all the way through. I haven't played like, you you wouldn't expect played it old blood, but to be as good as it is because yeah. it looks so thuddingly stupid, but then you play it's like this is amazing. It, yeah, it was just beautifully just executed. Top but... down, but just beautiful writing, beautiful graphics, excellent gunplay, like yeah, this is everything you want from a Wolfenstein game. I should yeah. revisit it. I only watch Dave play it. Except terrible. Hitler. There's no fucking Hitler. There's no Hitler. But other than that, it's great. That Has that ever been a mark against anything? There's just more killing Nazis. And you know, saying. Sniper Elite let me shoot Hitler in the balls at least twice. <laughs> Dr. Grimskull said, my most anticipated game in 2016 is XCOM 2, oh. or as I like to call it, Roland Emmerich's Independence Day Resurgence, the unofficial game of the movie, or Read to Gm for short. <laughs> All joking aside, that game looks dope. Yeah. Nope. People were pointing out how there's a snake character in the game that has boobs. Like a, a snake <laughs> alien with a, like a, just oh, yeah, an yeah. amazing rack. Why does it need a uh, mammary glands? It's a reptile. To make it harder to motorboat? Yeah. Oh, okay. That happens to a lot of animals in the wild. Sure. Yeah, that's that's a common problem <laughs> really with aliens and animals. I don't know. You never see a cute puppy just want to motorboat that shit? <laughs> I mean, just go full bore. Give it six breasts. <laughs> If a snake has no nipples, why why wouldn't it need at least six? That's three times uh, a titty. To nurse so, its snake young. I usually say that sentence for my if porn comments. Were, if snakes were designed by, like, razor companies. <laughs> Fuck it, we're going to six breasts. <laughs> I want a whole... Sir, it looks like it has legs now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, new question of the week. Um, with Amplitude out, and uh, we, you know, us talking about David Bowie so much this mm. episode, I thought it might be fun to ask, uh, what's a licensed song that you discovered through a game? Maybe it brought you to that artist's other work, maybe it just got stuck in your head, but for whatever reason, you heard it for the first time in a game and you loved it. Uh, I think Amplitude was a big one for me. It int- introduced me to uh, acts like Quarashi, the Icelandic uh, rap group, and uh, the Baldwin Brothers. But the one that really sticks out in my mind is in uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, mm-hmm. playing K-Rose, the country station, and oh. listening to Queen of Hearts while bombing across uh, 
hills and and mountain roads. Uh, I really like. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why I discovered it too. No one in there really first, smart, don't you? And, and, and also <laughs> for me, San Andreas, my mom uh, really likes Rod Stewart, and I hate huh. him. Okay. Uh, our first dog was named Maggie May. Um, I really can't express how much I dislike Rod Stewart. Um, giving it was the only thing I've ever heard my mom listen to. Uh, but the like driving around the Young Turks. In, in San Andreas. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's such a fun was that, was that song. I think it, it might have been Vice City. Uh, was it Vice City? Well, it was one of the City. two. Uh, but yeah, Young Turks, man. I like. I crank the shit out of that anytime it comes on on the radio and I'm mm-hmm. renting a car and passing through <laughs> passing passing through cities in California, which is the only time I rent one. Uh, so uh, my choice would be uh, Goldfinger, uh, oh, Superman yeah. from the original Tony Hawk's Pro Sure. Game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, Goldfinger I, bought me coffee at Starbucks. What? Yeah. It's in yeah. my head Lucky now. Dog. We drove to Atlanta to see them open for Sugar Ray. This is I, not. Do I need to say this is 1997? <laughs> um, and, and, like, and they were we we dro- like in the days before the internet, we drove to Atlanta like six hours away from our hometown. The show is sold out. Oh shit! And we go into Starbucks and it's Goldfinger. Oh man! And they're they're buying coffee and we're like we came here just to see. He's like, oh that sucks. Well, let's we'll get your coffee and put you on the guest list. Aww. And Goldfinger, that's sweet. They put us on the guest list for the classic. Show. Uh, so awesome! Yeah, I saw them open for Real Big Fish once. Yeah, uh, but I had I wouldn't have discovered yeah. them if not for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Well, I I I had heard a different song of theirs in a different soundtrack, but I because you know this is like the early days of the internet. I'm like. Wait, what was that band? Fishbone? I still and feel I the looked, same. I looked up Fishbone, I'm like, this is not right. No. This does not sound like the band I was thinking of. If but then I discovered them through Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and for probably like five years, they were my favorite If band. I didn't say, like, me and four of my friends were obsessed with Goldfinger oh, so in the early 90s, and we I, we danced with them on stage. That's sort of, you remember we jumped on stage at that small show in Tallahassee, Florida? Like, that was you guys? And like, yeah, we drove here to see you. I'm like, all right, we'll put you on the guest list. It was, yeah. it, it, That's I, sweet. I should be talking about it more glowingly than I, because I don't love Goldfinger right. anymore. But uh, that was it's a really nice It's the thought that counts. Yeah, it was a really nice yeah. thing for your favorite yeah. band to do. Totally. Goldfinger. Nice. And, nice. And, and I'll never forget that they opened for Sugar Ray, one of the worst bands that's ever existed. Oh. Ever. Oh. Uh, but they opened up with just um, the lights down low and then just like light guitar and full Inter Sandman for like 10 minutes. And it's the only time I've seen Inter Sandman live <laughs> was Goldfinger. Thank wow. you, Goldfinger. I have lots of answers to this, but I'll leave most of them out. Um, honorable mention to the Donnas for Take It Off as part of, I think, Guitar Hero 3. Had no idea, never heard of them before, but that kind of like stompy groove rocker was totally right right up my alley. I still love that song. Stefani-esque. But the, uh, the, the number one has to be playing and reviewing Portal as part of the orange box, uh, going to EA, not knowing what I was going to get, getting that end sure. song, and being like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> brilliant, oh my god. And I wrote to Gaben, mm-hmm. and, I, and I had never written to mm-hmm. anybody, but they, at the end of the game, it says, tell us what you think. And mm-hmm. so I did. I was like, I just reviewed this as a member of the media. I've got to know, is that song going to be coming out? And he goes, oh, thanks, we're really big fans of that guy. And so, yeah, we don't know at this point whether it's coming out or not as a single. But, you know, within 24 hours, everybody had dug into the Steam files and ripped out the MP3. But then, three weeks later, I'm playing Rock Band, Ah, and Skullcrusher Mountain comes up. And I'm like, 
this is brilliant. This is the same guy? Yeah. <laughs> and so, boom. You know, before long, I, I've now seen him live. I've, I, I've bought everything. Right? Yeah, Jonathan Colton yeah, yeah, is the, yeah. 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 And, and such a huge influence on the kind of music that I'm trying to write myself. Mm-hmm. So that was by far the best. Although I've had a lot of really good one-hit wonders and a lot of good singles that mm-hmm. I've put in a rotation. Like, I became a Jonathan Colton fan for life because of those two games. And not knowing anything about him before yeah. that, just, you know, head exploded. Were you like me when you saw Portal for the first time and it was like, this looks like a bunch of sterile challenge rooms? Yeah. yeah. Like, why, why is everybody so excited for this? I, I had heard a little bit about it ahead of time and I was just like, oh, there's some evil computer that's trying to kill you. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for, I was just so happy yeah. to be reviewing that game so much. Also, the context like, like so many people were reviewing it under was like, yeah. here's this collection of five games. Uh, don't pay attention to this Portal thing. We've got Half-Life in here. Yeah, Team yeah. Fortress on consoles. You'll love Fortress, it. The new Pixar Team Fortress. Yeah. <laughs> so I love we are working in media. Like There were still releases of like just green camoed people in Team Fortress 2. Before oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, back when it was a serious... Back when it was a serious war, World War II game. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a, that's what people were most weirded out by. And remember Orange Box? The Orange Box came yeah, out. That's yeah. how I think... But they canceled yeah. the Black Box. I don't even know they were like, The Black that. Box was I had less content or more. I can't even hmm. remember. But like all this hmm. shit existed on Steam forever. Or went straight to Steam. But the consoles had to deal with Orange and Black Box. Black Box. Uh, somebody do a thing about it. I it's a Jerry Seinfeld bit. We've heard the it. Black Box. Why yeah. did you make the whole airplane out of it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm It'd also hilarious. I'm also going to add maps by the yeah yeah yeahs yeah, because yeah. Uh, when Rock Band first came out, that was like Brett's favorite song, mm-hmm. and we spent that. That's like the anthem of that yeah. era of games radar, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> staying late to play Rock Band and playing maps. I, I thought it was Greengrass and High Tides. No, I, that's the one I hate. I can't hear that song without hearing plastic uh, mats getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's a song that you discovered through a game? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. The first person to start the thread by posting the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show. Or you can answer under the comments for episode 146. All right, that's our show. Let's go out with a quick round of plugs. Dan, since you're the special guest, you can go first. Oh, okay. I used to have a podcast, but I don't at the moment because it's on hiatus. DanandCatTalk.com is on hiatus. It's coming back eventually. I searched it just yes, yes, yesterday. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. I mean, the shows that we did are still relevant, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I have put that on hold because I am still working mm-hmm. on the ever-loving uh, Pal Swap Ninja yeah. full-length album. Uh, it's going to be worth the wait. I've been listening to some test mixes. We have about four songs done, but mm-hmm. it's probably more like a 13-song uh, album. Um, so yeah, it's uh, paletswapninja.com, mm-hmm. all one word. Uh, all of our music is free. Feel free to download it if you like dumb songs about video games and uh, you like things songs? that are slightly... We don't. We have Major Tom Coming Home by, uh, by Peter Schilling, which we did as a single, as a stopgap so that we could buy some time so that we could work on this full-length project, mm. and uh, we have really run out of that stopgap time, and we're still not anywhere near it. Weird things happen yeah, in life when you have multiple babies, as Jude does, or you, you decide, like, just when you get in a good groove, you move and you buy a house. So, yeah. So, anyway, our existing stuff is for free. Go to palswapninja.com. A cheap podcast, a pro wrestling podcast that I host, uh, talking about all the goings-on in wrestling every day. Um, and laser time this week. Uh, we have we have Michael's wife on, I believe. Uh, That's true. Yes. For we're talking about creators fired from their own creation. You hold her for ransom. We are. Because and I had to like drive down here with like a sack of hundred dollar bills. Well, she wasn't done recording. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
302010 is a show we just launched. A look at that week in pop culture 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years Can't ago. Can't believe you got Bad Religion to do the song. 302010. <laughs> have you not heard the theme song? I have. So, it's oh, by it's Dot so good. Dot Flist, uh, Hot Dad, uh, patreon.com slash hot dad. Support him, not us, at patreon.com slash laser time. Even though it launched not only. Uh, 30 2010 this year last like late last year it launched talking simpsons our chronological bl- breakdown of every single episode of the simpsons still having a fucking mm. blast with that still haven't invited me diana's been on and i haven't i thought you hated the simpsons no so you struck me as more of a critic guy. I, I made you <laughs> laugh with one one simpsons quote this episode all right i didn't Possibly i had before had no idea like it's a bitch to organize but i'll yeah. try and remember you want to be a part of this right. um yes we'll do this appreciate that mm-hmm. uh as always you can follow the show on twitter at vg apocalypse and get a little alert when it goes live the alert being i tweeted out at that point at like three in the morning or whatever on friday uh right when it's gonna hit the most people exactly exactly <laughs> or you can follow me personally at Wikiparas. that's our show everybody thanks for listening we'll see you next week Five pounds lighter than me. Yeah, but I'm replacing it with heavy ass hair. And it's like, <laughs> it's super you could lose te- you could lose seven pounds if you just shave your body. <laughs> body, <laughs> body, come over here with the with the Bronto razor, Take please. Down to Brazil rock and <laughs> a terrible foot. Okay, system. Fred. Okay, Fred. Here we go. Rock wax, Bonnie. Pluck my ass, ass. Bonnie, you gotta wax my canyon. Okay, Fred. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I need a laser treatment. Bring over this pterodactyl with heat vision. <laughs> Your asshole tastes like a cigarette should. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Vaughn, let's have a Chesterfield. <laughs> My favorite clips on the internet. <sighs> Smooth as a rock. What? <laughs> That's all gimmick, Fred. <laughs> <laughs>